far away With a Jedi and a Sith and a smuggler's pay Me R2 and Yoda, 3PO and Leia Look Vader and Leader, Kylo Fit Parade Don't tell me the eyes when I place on my bed Who got the Chewbacca, there's no need to fret Thrusters are primed in the coordinate set Then it's off with the heads like the name Jango Fett I've seen these movies like 500 times Han Solo shot first, ain't no change in my mind More with the Force and the Force is with me So of course you will see even if I go blind Come on this journey of trials and lessons Get lost in this wonder in a matter of seconds Let's jump to light speed and tear through the heavens Enjoy every minute cause they're only legends What is up Star Wars fans? Welcome back to another episode of They're Only Legends episode 39 um, I realized that during episode 37, I said it was episode 36, and I hate myself for it. But anyway, <laughs> welcome into another episode of Their Only Legends. I am Tyler, that is Spencer. What's up, yeah? Uh, as always, coming to you on a Wednesday, whenever the fuck you're listening to it, but also recording on a Sunday. Yeah, so not a whole lot going on in the Star Wars universe. Um other than as Bad far as Batch, news, yeah. Bad Batch, you know, uh, stick around after this episode for the Bad Batch episode 14 War Mantle review. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've seen it, a lot of like upcoming project information going around. Rosario Dawson confirms, and I'm going to use that f- term lightly because um, in her Star Wars, Star Wars, okay, in her IG story, um, the same article we talked about last week of Ezra and Thrawn being casted by uh, as um, Lars Mikkelsen or Michelson, depending on how you want to, not Mikkelsen, Michelson and uh, 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 Mina Masoud, um or Masood, whatever. She basically takes that post, that article, and puts it in her story, and she's like, yes, I'm so happy for my friends or whatever. So the reason why, like, for me, she didn't, it didn't even post that. Somebody else posted a screenshot of that article, and then they fucking said, "I'm so excited to see my BBs." Like, no, I thought that was her saying. She no, was so she just she took her, that lady's whole story and shared it in her story. Really? So she didn't even say all that. She was just, really. She was basically let me just. This, let me look at this. She was shit. staring at somebody else's praise of the situation. Uh, at least that's what I thought because. It looked like no, 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 no. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, because it's a little bit, a little bit crooked. Yeah, because Rosario Dawson and Mina Masoud are tagged in it. Yeah. Yeah. So she should share so it. Didn't... So why would she go and share somebody else's praise of what's gonna happen? Yeah, no, that's not. If on... it's not actually that's... happening, bro. Yeah. So it's that's it. you're you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, you know. Yeah, I think right. this is so, pretty safe. Like it is, it is safe. I forgot. Like they don't do that shit on. They don't do any of this shit on purpose. Nah, they man. don't let. They don't let their people talk. I mean, they fucking had Luke Skywalker under wraps for a whole year. And nobody leaked it. Like it's gonna be. It's it's confirmed. Like that is confirmed. Also, um, I wanted to say real quick. We were either talking about this last week or, or the episode before. You said. Uh, I think it was last week. You said Lars Mickelson. It's it's funny that he shares a last name with the other dude, and I, whatever the other Mickelson is, I don't remember. Um, the dude who played Mads, yeah, Mads, Mads. Mickelson, who played I Hannibal. Sh- I didn't say shared a last name. I was saying is interesting. I thought that they you were the thought same they person. Were, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because that's who basically people are trying to fan cast. One of the people besides like 
Benedict Cumberbatch <clears throat> and a few other yeah. people that people were trying As to, to fan cast as Thrawn. And yeah. I actually think that that is funny that, I mean, the dude who voiced Thrawn and is now being cast to play him live action is shares the same of, name. Yeah, yeah, because they are related. Oh, they are. Um, yeah, they're brothers. Oh, that's. Oh, duh, yeah. they look alike. Yeah, and they have the exact same. They got those cheekbones, man. Last name. Yeah. Uh, in this yeah. post that she reshared, it's got that Thrawn side by side with a uh, Lars M- Mikkelsen or Michelson. Yeah, and he's gonna make he's gonna make an awesome Thrawn. Oh yeah, he is. He is for sure. Um, so that's exciting, knowing that we have we have Ahsoka, Ezra, and Thrawn officially casted, um, which means they haven't even started filming. Which means we're not getting this until probably twenty twenty three. You know, we're not getting we're not getting Mando until twenty twenty two. Yeah, because we're getting Book of Boba Fett this this fall or this Christmas. You realize that's like a few months away. Yeah, that we're literally like four months is, away. We're recording on August first of twenty twenty one already. Yeah. We're in the last half of twenty twenty one already. What? Realistically, it's like five or six months, five months away. But I still, I know, but still, that's going to be here so before quick. we know it, dude. Yeah, um, before we fucking know it, just like our one year anniversary of recording Star Wars. We're gonna definitely podcast. have a couple it's... episodes where I want to talk about like <clears throat> predictions, what we're gonna see in this. I want to see a fucking trailer. Oh yeah. Well, when we're we getting the. I mean, I do. Come on, well, dude. They have to fill. They have to film some shit before they can have a trailer. And if they're just now getting casts, they're casting. They filmed their Book pod- of Boba Fett. I'm talking Book of Boba Fett. Oh, I thought I was talking about Ahsoka still. No, no, no. I'm talking Book of Boba Fett, bro. I, oh, yeah, uh... it's it's they got it. Well, they have to get it out of you know. They have to get some shit edited first. I mean, it's been done shooting for. A couple of weeks now, mm-hmm. at least. Um, it it's getting released in a few months. Like, yeah. Hey, if there's one thing <clears throat> that I am not, uh, if there's one thing that I know for a fact about Disney is that um, these motherfuckers will reshoot half of a movie or an entire movie two months before theatrical release. So. Bet. I wouldn't put and it still past drop me. the original trailer <laughs> and not include yeah, the and shit. Still, and yeah, and still <laughs> make it be like, wait, what, who's that person? Yeah, you know. Yep. Um, but no, with with this being a um, a Favreau Filoni collaboration, um, I'm not concerned about that. We have that at so all. much good shit coming up, dude. Dude, we're close, man. We're close. We're close. Like Bad Batch was just the start of it, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, Mando we was the start be. of it, but well, no, I just mean like one like from the like. Mando was the start of it, but I mean, like, we didn't know what we were getting, and from that moment when we're like both just geeking out because Star Wars was like, by the way, here's 14 new things that are coming your way. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know that that release day that 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 and we're, uh, we're moving press in on the due date for these projects. Too. So like, <clears throat> yeah. you know, Andor, Acolyte, Book of Boba Fett, The Lando Show, New Mandalorian, yeah. maybe a Bad Batch season two eventually. Dude, that's. That's what I'm looking. Visions. I want to know more about this Lando show. I, like what? I want to know about the show. I want to know who the fuck's playing Lando, dude. It's it's got to be. When, it's got to be. It's got to be Donnie, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's got to be Gambino. I really right? hope. I I think months ago we talked about this, where I was like, I think it'd be really cool <clears> for the Lando show to have it be um like Dookie Hauser style, right? Where it's Gambino out on like doing playing out the missions and shit but 
it's like listening to the narration like i want it to be like cartoonly narrated like 80s sitcom style with like the way the way he did it with his yeah because you know that he yeah. was doing it but like his little lando ha- cast yeah and have it be uh uh billy d like mm-hmm. voicing the the narration like the callback for the story and having donald glover go and like do the story that would be what's up <clears throat> you know billy like, d's billy d's does fucking lego mando bro yeah, he'll he would. I think all you would need is like you would just need him <coughs> in the beginning yeah. of every episode. Yeah, give Billy D the opportunity to say a couple of things. I remember back on this planet. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I found myself at a table with one. You know, like like just yeah. something fucking cool. And yeah. then it drops in, and Donald Glover's there in like yeah. the heat of a situation. You know. Yeah, I found myself in a sticky situation. Yeah. But. That's not what I'm talking about right now. I went to pick this, up this, this simple shipment, and all of a sudden it cuts mm-hmm. into fucking Gambino flying the fucking whatever ship he's flying, yeah. or, or maybe even the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, they could have That'd some. Cool. They could have some fun with the Lando show. Yeah, I, I I started rewatching Rebels. You finished Rebels, and I'm like, I miss Rebels, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went, and, and I think uh, uh, Minerva Com- Cosmic Beetlejuice said something on a post like i was heartbroken i finished i just had rebels on the brain and yep. so i rewatched all of season one of rebels every night i watched two to three episodes and the lando episode where he goes mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and it's the puffer pig so he goes and like gets the puffer pig uh it's advanced mining equipment it's like whole deal mm-hmm. gone wrong and he ends up trading hera <laughs> and she has to take the escape pod and you know all that fun shit and and yeah. uh, zeb loses chopper to him in the beginning mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. it's just a super fun episode and it was billy d like it was so fun going and like just watching that and just billy d and the ghost crew like chopping it yeah. up like i love lando as a character um, yeah and I'm, I'm super excited for that yeah it'll be, I, I, it'll I be a good uh, for sure yeah that's what i'm saying is like we hear nothing about it yeah. so it would be nice to kind of hear some shit about it but cgi uh, billy d <clears throat> We'll find out. We'll find out about it. I mean, especially with the new guy, deep fake boy. Um, the deep fake boy. We gotta make Lando look forty years younger. How are we gonna do it? Mm. <laughs> he's like, I got you, fam. Say <laughs> yeah, say less. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're gonna so... be utilizing that tech. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they wouldn't. Hi- they they wouldn't. You know what? Maybe they hired him to pay him to stop doing that. Oh, yeah you're on the payroll, you know? bro that's hey. all confidential if you put that hey. shit out <laughs> we yeah we're gonna hire you here's your signing contract awesome here's a hundred non-disclosure agreements why don't yeah. you read through those you're not a, you are not allowed <laughs> to make better star wars on your own time welcome to lucasfilm than, yeah welcome to lucasfilm <laughs> put these put these binders on no but <laughs> in all in all reality they're gonna utilize them they're gonna utilize yeah. the skill set they're gonna be like oh shit we, just, we spent millions of dollars on a team of people they're gonna be like what do you need he's like i'm gonna need a million fucking supercomputers to run yeah. this deep fake super 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 quick um and, and they're gonna give it to him they, they got mm-hmm. the budget bro we're gonna get some good quality shit uh like they could literally not that i would want this like i obviously i, I love lucasfilm and the team that they assemble to create shit, but like in theory, yeah, they could they could fire their entire, see like, deep fake team, yep. right, and just have this guy with like you know sixteen graphics cards, uh-huh. run. It, it only takes two weeks, yeah, you know, two to three weeks with like eight to sixteen graphics cards running this AI 
you know, program, having it learn all the different. He's gonna have access shit. to all original source material, any face scans and stuff that they oh. already have. He's gonna Dude. like. So we have we were having that uh in our group chat with good friend of the podcast Chelsea. We were talking about basically all of the different ways that this guy can be utilized. Uh, we got into Mace Windu dude mm-hmm. um who else did we talk about we talked about obviously young anakin even though hayden christensen still looks young he's yeah he's might got a wrinkle or two now but this dude's he's he looks good um, he could still he could play the body of anakin they could have been using him to finish up some scenes <clears throat> for kenobi yeah uh you know young kenobi young anakin and they're like flashbacks in the clone bring Wars. in this dude yeah. Yeah. um well Theory and Josh talk about on their Nerd Theory podcast a little bit last week. They talked about it because either it didn't get released or it it didn't get announced or we just didn't. Because this guy's been hired on at Lucasfilm for I think a th- like three months now. Oh, okay, he's been there for a minute. Okay, it's just it just kind of got noticed or uh, officially announced. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. So Theory and Josh talked about it last week on their podcast, um, talking about how like. Because you can go look this guy up, and I don't have the fucking link, and I wish I could. I, I don't have his name either. Um, but basically, I'll look it up. Yeah, you look it up. Um, this guy does. He did. Um, basically, better Luke in Mando. He did better uh, Tarkin for Rogue One, which at the end of that video, he also did Leia better than Leia. They did for, for Leia in uh, Rogue One. Mm hmm. And then he also takes Harrison's face, Harrison um, Ford's face, and puts it on Alden's face right. for Solo. Yeah, it do- the the voice doesn't match up for me, which which takes it takes me away from it. But the facial expressions and everything, it's perfect. You know, like so with with all original source material. Uh, with you know, I'm sure, um, dozens and dozens of hours of of all of the OT actors faces. Um, there is no reason why. And they kind of talked about this on, th- on theories podcast mm-hmm. reason why, like they can't like make license deals or contracts with the estates or with the people of these act, like why Harrison and Carrie's family and even fucking Mark, mm-hmm. everybody, why they can't continue to make, live action versions with like basically stunt and voice actors yeah. well, who this, are okay with this goes on to the conversation that when they first started using Disney did with this technology not that long ago when we got Tarkin and uh when it came to recasting or doing a CGI slash all um not tampered but uh manipulated versions of Carrie Fisher's mm-hmm. already recorded stuff and inserting it into a new movie this goes back to all of that where um, – and I think they did it with uh, uh, Audrey Hepburn mm-hmm. um, for some movie she was in. And it's mm-hmm. it's her, but she wasn't yeah. in the movie. And right. I think really the only barrier we have between um, a recast and all CGI – like so basically it would probably be recasted and then they would just put the original actor's face on them is the morality yeah. of it, right? So I think that now that this technology is available, it needs to be kind of, um, whether it's some kind of will format or, or how they would set it up where... Well, I yeah, think, it's whoever's in charge of the estate. Yeah, I think actors the... need to include in you know written format, yes, I authorize 
these people to make decisions on my behalf regarding my representation in films yeah. that aren't going to obviously well, have me that's, in them. That's, yeah, that's what happens with um, whenever you hear something about like uh, the estate of Michael Jackson is suing mm-hmm. such and such. That's who gets it. The state is literally just whoever yeah. gets the, they have the rights to controlling the likeness and property of whoever passed away. Sure. And sometimes uh, the person who's in control of the estate is, uh, you know, greedy or, or less moral than mm-hmm. it would, you would think. And that you, you have a good point about this technology being out there in general about the morality of it. I think when it comes to star Wars though, um, just because of how dear we as fans hold this universe and the characters and actors who portray them, mm-hmm. uh, how dear we hold them, are you know how close to our heart we have them. There isn't like a the the not that there isn't, but like that potential moral issue of like are they just doing this to get money because they know we'll buy it type of shit um, is like no we want to see yeah. Princess Leia. And we want it to be Carrie Fisher. Yeah. We want to see Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker and uh, you know Harrison Ford as Han Solo and fill in the blank, right? Um, and I think so long as there is an agreement signed where, like, you think, you think like, for example, um, Carrie's family, her brother was like, we would love to see Carrie's likeness on Princess Leia because we know – the importance of her as Princess Leia mm-hmm. and the legacy she left behind, and if and if her she, that can get carried on posthumously, then we would absolutely love to see that. But Mark Hamill talks like says he owes everything to to Luke Skywalker, sure. and he knows how important Luke Skywalker is to the Star Wars community. Animated Joker don't pay those I, bills the same though. No, you know no, he don't. You don't. And as much as people love animated Joker or Hobgoblin you know, from the original 1990s Spider-Man animated series, ex- exactly. You know, um, it, that's Luke Skywalker. Like, it's like Cockknocker. Jane Silent Mark Hamill comes yeah. in as Cockknocker. Like, no, I uh, I haven't. Have I seen? What yo. is that, Jay? Hank, before you fucking bombard me, let me ask the question: Is it Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah. So at the so end of I that, w- when they go to Miramax to stop the Jay and Silent Bob movie from being made, our Mark yeah. Hamill's there, portrayed as a villain, Cockknocker, and has like a lightsaber, and gotcha. Jay and Silent Bob fight him. Because I've seen. Hmm. I saw Dogma, mm-hmm. which I think is the start of them, like, or maybe not. Dogma is the Can't. one with like Matt Damon, right? Yeah, he's in. Well, Dogma is the one where Matt Damon and Ben Affleck play like angels. fallen angels, fallen angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I watched. Was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back the second one? No, so there was like Clerks. Uh, chasing Amy, Mallrats, the whole Viewisk universe is large. Yeah, I know, but I just mean like as far as like their names in the title. Oh yeah, that was the first. That that's the first Jay and Silent Bob, which there's only been Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Strike Back or whatever the first one was, and then the one so that they just reboot. So what's the one where they go with the um? the the group of chicks and they go to rob or like they go it's to Jay hit and Silent the, Bob uh, strike back okay i don't know if i've seen that all the way through but i've watched like almost all of that yeah. one 
I guess I, am I the never commander got... of the clit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I watched most of that one. I think I re- oh, that's right. I rented it on Amazon on mm-hmm. a slow ass day at work, and I didn't get all the way through it. Yeah. I got past the part where they go to break into PETA or wherever the fuck. Yeah, they it go is. to break in. Well, no, because they were they were actually diamond thieves, but they were disguising oh, themselves like as like animal, animal activists. rights activists. Yeah, and so they're they're going in to basically distract Jay so that they can do their diamond heist and one of the chicks has a camera is like and, and like there's a terrorist organization organization called clit and Ooh, so i am uh, the commander of yeah the so they yeah. Put, put the camera in jay's face and they're like do you have anything to say about the clit or the clitoris or whatever and he's mm-hmm. like i am the commander of the clit and like so they can like basically frame him for the diamond heist because they shot him outside of the place yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that that was really funny yeah, because I remember watching it because I think in that one he talks to Matt Damon. No, they they talk to Ben Affleck, uh-huh. and that's when they find out that there's a movie being that's made about them. That's the same one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he uh he talks about him, he talks about himself, mm-hmm. you know, talk yeah yeah they're like, like shitting on himself, high fiving and shit. I forgot what they say. Yeah. They're like schmoozing or whatever. <laughs> didn't, didn't they? Didn't all of them like look to the camera mm-hmm. for a brief moment? They break to, the yeah, the fourth wall. They break quite the a fourth bit. wall. So good. Anyway, back to Star Wars. So. Um, I think I think Mark Hamill would absolutely be on board to having his likeness used as Luke Skywalker oh. for the remainder of Luke Skywalker's existence. Hundred percent. And if it's gonna look this goddamn good, yeah, you know, it's like, what what actor wouldn't be like, you know, what what mid tier actor who has decent vocal chops and whatever would would say no to being the body of Luke Skywalker? I still for hope they X get some time, time, dude. I don't even care anymore. Like, like I only like, fucking miss Mark no, Hamill's no. face and delivery. No, like. I literally only want Seb Stan if it's gonna be Seb Stan because yeah. that's why he looks so much like him. Sure, but like, but imagine guy, laying Luke over him. How easy and how guy good that, it would the look. The guy that played him, he almost looks more guy, like Luke than Luke does. Yeah, but the guy that played Luke in Mando looks enough like him that when you lay his face over the top sure. of him, yeah. You know, if they do it right, like basically the guy they hired did that by laying Luke's face over Luke's face being laid on that actor's face. Sure. And it's fucking looks great. Yeah. You know, it looks so and the eyes look so real. Like, I that's think the part. Tarkin looked really good, too. I think I'll, I yeah. thought it looked good before the deep fake, but the deep fake. Yeah, perfect. the deep fake looks perfect. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I know what it is, though, about these deep fakes is like the lighting. Mm hmm. That's really what it is. When the lighting, like, when you if you go back and watch Rogue One, when the scene when Tarkin, any scene ta- Tarkin is talking to Krennic, you can ju- you can just tell the lighting's a little different on Tarkin than it is on Krennic, yeah. as if they're trying to hide flaws, right? Yeah. And it still looks really good. Um, <clears throat> but when you go and look at like the difference between when you go look at this Luke and Mando video. You see the original, and you see the the redone one. And not only is it less blurry, more crisp, more defined, and overall looks more like fucking uh, Luke than mm-hmm. the original, but like the eyes when he's looking around, yeah, you can see the reflection of the lighting in it. Yeah. You know, it's not doesn't look different from the world around him, and that's like the biggest key, the biggest factor. No. and in these deep fakes, not looking good on screen. Yeah, you know, um. And I think this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be great. You know, I would love to see. I want to see if this guy or somebody out there who's has done. Oh, which Paul I looked Walker. up his name by the way. Uh, he doesn't. We don't know his real name, but his name's Shamook. 
<laughs> the, yeah, I, just, I just wanted the YouTube credit yeah, to give him. Yeah. Um, so people can go look him up. Yeah, he posted uh, – or what did he say? He, I guess he posted a video or something, and um, he was like, as some of you already know, I joined ILM slash Lucasfilm a few months ago. I haven't had time to create YouTube content. Uh, he said he's getting settled in. He's going to start putting more stuff on YouTube again soon. But, I mean, he has been – he's basically just said, I've been fucking busy. I'm working for Lucasfilm. Yeah. Like, so – Yeah, yeah. Um, and which, is, he, which is awesome. He intends to post more content soon, which means, you know, he's not okay. just getting hired to shut up, I guess. So – so think about this, and this is something that, that I just want your opinion because I heard it on – I'm not going to lie. I heard it on Theory's podcast. Um, would you – so the way that George uh, George obviously would go back and tweak things with the, with the movies, right, with mm-hmm. the OT to make them look better or whatever, in his mind, look better. <laughs> um, knowing that, would you be okay with, like, them going back on Disney Plus and – redoing Tarkin, redoing Leia. Yeah. Um yeah, to like make them look in, better. In that instance specifically, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went back in and did Mando and they realized the dude with the jean pant leg was sticking in the frame. That's a little different. Yeah, know? but like little... do I want them to go in and add characters and change like change things and maybe add scenes, sure. Like one thing I've really been enjoying is uh, uh the office on Peacock Plus. Mm-hmm. Or Peacock, not Peacock Plus. They're all plus now. Um, and they are releasing, they have the first three seasons out of the like ultimate, um, like office fan episodes. And they're all basically like the super fan episodes and they're all like eight to 10 minutes longer and just have things Mm -hmm. in them that aren't in the original. So if you're a super fan, if you watch the show, Jade and I are like, I think we're in our mid thirties of rewatching it. Like we Mm watched office a lot and, um, we, notice like you'll be watching something and you're like immediately like this wasn't in the other one like you're oh, just yeah. catching all these things and uh yeah yeah so i mean if they wanted to do something like that like create these super fan cuts of episodes too so add stuff that they had already done yeah i don't want them going in and fucking like i'm not I, saying go back and, i like, always make... meant for a rancor to be sitting here like like i don't want that shit that's not what yeah that's <laughs> but, not what I, but to yeah. go in and touch up the deep fakes our yeah. our CGI faces and do deep fake mm-hmm. and, and do shit like that. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck it. Go yeah. into the prequels, touch up some of that shit too. While you're at it, tweak Yoda yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah. Make uh, Yoda look like not, if you can take deep fake Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> not like if you can deep fake the puppet Yoda on the CGI Yoda, you made it King bro. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. You can get rid of that CGI Yoda for yeah. us. Um, yeah, I'm really I really hope they take this opportunity to give us like So we were talking about that Luke and Grogu poster last week mm-hmm. and um you know, people thought it was real spoilery and it was like, "Nah, what are they spoiling? We already know Grogu's with Luke." Yeah. Um but to like to be able to do like a 4 to 5 episode like 45 minute long up like a short like a a, a series a mini series mm-hmm. like kind of like what they're doing with Kenobi where you have Luke and Grogu and maybe a cameo or two from young Ben and it be Mark Hamill and it be like somebody who de-aged Adam Driver not that they really need to uh to make him look like a 10-year-old you know yep um like we're in an we're in a era we're in an era where 
I'm okay to recast for that, by the way. <laughs> Continuation. What do you mean? Like they they can choose a young actor that looks like. Oh, they they could find one. Adam I'm just saying, like if like you could, I'm just saying in theory, you could do an entire series where everything is not. It is the original actor's face and not sure the actors. You know, you, you don't get have as many pictures of them as a kid as you can and deep fake those images. I mean, on. we're talking about, we're talking about, you know, if you've seen Logan. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need another Wolverine. Mm-mm. We just need a swole dude that can put <laughs> Hugh Jackman's face on. Yep. You know, um, I still think Taron Egerton would be great, the guy from uh, uh, Kingsman for Wolverine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'd be great because he did this one. There was like rumors like going around like there should be a new, uh, or I think there was like a fan cast like someone said they should be Taron Egerton. Or it should be him, and then he did a picture with like pencils in his, in his hands, fingers, whatever. And he's yeah. like looking all mean, and then Boss Logic took that photo and just added facial hair and the and the spike hair and added claws, and it looked just like fucking Wolverine. It was sure. like, oh yeah, he didn't even do anything to no. like make him look more like. He just added some hair that they can do in makeup, and I'm like, oh, Taron Egerton needs to be the fucking next Wolverine. Yeah, he's also small, you know, like Wolverine's supposed to be five foot four. Yeah, he's stout. Jacked, stocky you know cigar in his mouth like that's like wolverine. a wolverine yeah <laughs> like yeah um that's for our marvel podcast um but anyway um yeah so there's a lot that they could do with this deep fake shit which i'm i'm super excited i hope they take the opportunity to do this um uh and give us these you know give us these legacy characters mm-hmm. um that they just that that george for some reason decided to not give us oh and one more thing real quick yeah. before we move on from the deep fake uh he was hired by lucasfilm and ilm right yeah which is the same whatever uh well ILM both, does so many they're fucking... both george companies they're working aren't they working on a new indiana jones mm-hmm. yeah indy five yeah he could be used yeah. on that it's the same crew yeah well that's the thing ilm works with so many different yeah. companies for production yeah. so it's like this guy could have, in theory, come in and be like, well, here, basically get hired to set up a new, like, because he is, he is, he is responsible for basically exactly what we're talking about. Like, his position is like the digital recreation of people's faces, essentially, mm-hmm. um, facial recognition. And so he could be, he is in, th- in you know, in charge of a group or a team or just doing it um, for for ILM, which Mm -hmm. means we're not talking about like people having to copy what Disney's doing or what Lucasfilm is doing for their own movies. He could span uh, so far outside of star Wars, you know, for all sorts of different series and different, you know, uh, movies out there, one-offs, like anything, anything at all. Anything that ILM can get contracted for, if they need deep fake, the dude works for ILM. Boom, there it is. You know, we need Fast and the Furious twenty, and Dom <laughs> and 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 Paul Walker, like Brian still oh, need to be God. in it. Boom, yeah. we got you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, thought, yeah. It's just like it's like you know, this guy's gonna be so rich. Interdimensional Fast and the Furious. You know, like Avengers Dom, movies. Dom versus Dom. You know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Tony Stark. Yeah. We don't have to have another, you know, Robert Downey, you don't have to be Tony anymore. 
but you'll be sidebar from our sidebar from our sidebar and this isn't a marvel podcast and we'll keep it under 10 seconds you hear scarlett johansson suing disney yeah breach of contract yeah did you did you read into it yeah i kind of agree with her yeah she should like she's not yeah she's just suing the company for she's not making money off people buying it on disney plus that's crazy well you know what it's like i'm also not buying it off of disney plus right you know, yeah. like, I'm not spending 35 fucking dollars to watch that movie. No. And honestly, like, I don't care to go see it. A, COVID, mm-hmm. B. I, like, it's going to be on Disney Plus in a few months. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think in, like, October or November it's yeah. going to release. I, and on, I get that like, there are diehard Marvel fans the way we are Star yeah. Wars. It would be their opening day. Like, I I get it. Me, personally, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with waiting. But Yeah. Well, like, my roommate Shannon went and saw it. And uh, she said it was pretty good, yeah. you know. But I've like, heard good. I've heard it's good. I heard there's another character yeah. in there that people really like, like her sister or whatever. But I haven't seen it. But yeah, I like that actress, Florence Puff or Poog or however the fuck you say her name. <laughs> Pugo. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> um, it's like P U G H. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> She's British. I don't know. So, um, but keeping with like, the deep fake trend, <clears throat> I want to talk about Andor for a second. Okay. So there uh, was an article that came out, Cinema Blend, and it's basically like, this is what we know about Andor so far. And obviously, some of this is common sense, uh, mm-hmm. but it premieres in 2022. It was already it's already been filmed. Um, Diego Luna is going to return as a uh, as Cassian Andor. Um, they released some of the cast details, which honestly I'm kind of digging. But I wanted to talk about the deep fake dude in regards to series like this right so and or things that are taking place in parts that we're already kind of familiar with that we know Mm -hmm. characters that we love are chilling in the background and if they wanted to even do it you know mark is as luke skywalker cameo style these are the types of projects where this technology can be utilized the deep fake technology like you know and or we could get a young leia we could get um fucking anybody kicking it around during that time uh we they obviously recast genevieve o'reilly as mon mothma which is Mm -hmm. perfect like i'm not saying mess with that at all she's incredible um but the possibilities are endless dude like we could get anybody yeah like that's and that's we could get a lando and andor we could get like whatever yeah, it's that's I mean in the, in this type of technology kind of shows to me or like makes me wonder or makes me think like you know what we've talked about how we want to get out of this 70 year period so goddamn bad. Mm-hmm. But now <laughs> that the door is open, we got some all fucking fun, dude. We got some fun to play, yeah. you know. And you know what we don't need we don't necessarily need Young Dooku series. We don't necessarily need some felony chop off a timeline retcon to have all that kind of fun Mm-mm. as uh you know, it's like, you know, you can still have the world between worlds and have open, open the door to all these fun possibilities and not have to chop off an entire trilogy, you know? Sure. As Why don't you sit on so the knowledge that we have a world between worlds for like 10 years? Just let yeah. the people know that, Hey, this is something that's here. And mm-hmm. maybe it'll come into play, maybe it won't, and then fucking drop a crazy ass shit on us here. And because 
we're gonna have so much content over the next 10 years dude now like, i understand like 10 years seems like a long time and it is a long time but like mm-hmm. we've got the next few years of our lives booked up and all of this shit's gonna have spinoffs and fucking spinoffs of spinoffs and sequels and prequels and they have a right lo- and, and and bringing this technology in now there's a lot of room to have some fun um yeah but yeah uh real quick i wanted to run through the cast list for andor so we have Stellan Skarsgård, who plays uh, mm-hmm. the Doctor Dude and Thor. I know those are your favorite Marvel movies. Uh, I love them, man. <laughs> the Doctor Dude and Thor. He's in Mamma Mia and Goodwill Hunting as well, um, mm-hmm. which I think he's great. He was funny in Thor. He's kind of like goes off his rocker for a bit. There was the while mm-hmm. there where he was under the influence of Loki, and he's kind of doing the mad scientist shit. Like I, I really yeah, like yeah. him. Uh, there's Adria Arjona who. Um, was in Pacific Rim, Six Underground, and Narcos, mm-hmm. as well as a bunch of other shit. And I think that's cool because, I mean, just those titles alone, as well as all their other... I just looked on their IMDBs and pulled a few things that are pretty recognizable. Um, she obviously knows action projects. You know, it's mm-hmm. she knows how to duck and roll, or at least how to cooperate with a stunt double. Right. So... That'll be cool. We got Fiona Shaw who played Aunt Petunia on Harry Potter. <laughs> so she's going to be in She's Andor. good. She's tight, yeah. dude. She is a good yeah. actor. And she's also yeah. uh, recently in Enola Holmes, which I haven't rewatched or, or watched. Mm. Um, some dude named Robert Ems who is in uh, Chernobyl and His Dark Materials. Obviously, okay. Genevieve O'Reilly's coming back as Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. Don't mind the bird outside my window. <laughs> uh forrest winnaker denise goof goff gauf gucci uh and kyle soul <laughs> are just a few other people coming back so yeah um that's that's fun like it looks like a fun cast there's some good names but like names enough where they're established but they could really kill it and you can watch them in a harry potter role um aunt petunia might be a little hard for me just being a harry potter head to like look at and not see aunt petunia but she could be an yeah, alien I, she could be i anything. mean seeing i think seeing forrest whitaker and seeing um laura dern sure and uh whatever his fucking name is um woody harrelson i think seeing Liam all Eason, of them or samuel l jackson that yeah those were the first movies i really saw them <coughs> in though so oh that's the thing for me. I mean, like I saw Samuel Jackson in Jurassic Park, of course. Mm-hmm. But when I saw, so when I saw, right. But as when I saw Phantom Menace, I didn't recognize Samuel Jackson as the guy from Jurassic Park. I didn't put them two and two together when I was that young. But, sure. but yeah, like if we're able to see these big names in Star Wars, like I think I'm okay with it now. I think I don't. I don't think I'll have a problem seeing her as her character because oh. I don't. I don't see Laura Dern when she's playing. You know, when I see Holdo, I don't see Jurassic Park woman you know yeah anymore <laughs> i do <laughs> yeah i don't I, my, and i've seen that movie i don't more than like that character movies. though and it's not that like i'm not hating sequels or anything i just don't like that character like mm-hmm. the i i just rewatched the last jedi this week we need to start doing that again i watched so this week i watched the entire first season of rebels i watched bad batch and i watched the last jedi Anyways. i watched the bad batch get off my dick i didn't watch any star wars <laughs> this week um <laughs> But I watched The Last Jedi just because I recently watched Force Awakens, and I'm like, time to move on. Um, sure. So I watched The Last Jedi and really like paid attention to it. And I actually like Last Jedi. It's really not that bad. There's some things that don't make sense and whatever, but 
mm-hmm. when you sit back and you actually like examine it it's, it's whatever it's a fun movie but yeah i don't like the that character of holdo like i just it's fine i don't know we, we can't all be right it's, it's rest fine. in peace who knows it's star wars she could have survived but <laughs> <laughs> yeet <laughs> she could come back with robot legs yeah <laughs> oh, i love that i love that so much um yeah, I mean, she yeeted herself through. Who's to say that her ship didn't, you know, completely stay 100% fine because she was in hyperspace? Maybe hyperspace yeah. has protections that we don't realize. Broke it up. Um, we'll find out in the Ryan Johnson trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, these are those are – I don't really know what to think of Andor yet. I'm excited about Andor. It's for a 12 the fact part of prequel. Getting... So it's going to have 12 yeah. episodes. So it's a full fucking season. There's mm-hmm. also no K2SO, which was one of my favorite parts of Rogue One. So right. that's a little bummy. Like, I would really like to see K2, at least like how knew, they get we knew, K2. We knew he wasn't in it, though. Um, a while. At least yeah. I, a while ago, he said that, you know, he wasn't in the cast. And then they asked if he was, you know if they asked if he was going to be in for season two and he said, I would love to be in for season two, you know, but they just didn't ask me to be in season one, which could be, well, I don't think K2SO, I mean, he's a popular character, but he's not so popular that, that they feel the need to, he's comic relief. Yeah. But he's not like, I just mean like he's loved by the fans, but he's not so loved that he needs to be kept secret right. from being cast, you know? <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, like it, we're getting more information about it, and I mean it's already been shot, right? Yeah. So, or is it done being shot? Do we know that? It's yeah. They already shot it. Oh, they shot really, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's pre- this is premiering next year. As I would have said, premiering next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good to know. Um, uh, speaking of other things that are in production. Uh, Taika Waititi's movie might be about Dawn of the Jedi. Fuck yeah, dude. Which, Which I haven't even read yet. <laughs> okay, it's the first like Legends novel that you know, we talked about doing this podcast first like three or four years ago. And this was like one of the first things that I got because mm-hmm. my thought process was was there's so many Legends books, I have no idea where to start. Let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Dawn of the Jedi was a really fun story. If you haven't read Dawn of the Jedi, it's essentially a young brother and sister in the Force who brother goes off, joins the dark side, sister goes and redeems him. Into the Void, is that the first book? Yeah. Okay. And there's also need, comic series and other stuff, which I haven't gotten into, but I have read the novel. Um, but yeah, they're talking They're talking about a, a Taika Waititi's project being mm-hmm. a Dawn of the Jedi, at least-esque type project. Um, which fuck yeah, dude! Like, are you kidding me? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, especially I would love to. Taika Waititi, man. Like, I just watched uh, Thor Ragnarok a few weeks ago. Um, he is such a fun director, dude. Like, fun. Like, he does comedy mm-hmm. and stuff the right way. I am so excited to see him play around. And like, even if this ends up being nowhere near the truth, I'm I'm cool. Stick him anywhere, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Like, yeah. I'm – I want to see this because it might make me want to read the book. Um, 
and I mean, I bought the book because we were like, we're going to do a book club and we a book club podcast. And so it's been sitting on my shelf collecting dust ever since because obviously we don't do it. Um, we don't do the, the book club shit, but I did read like the first two pages of it. And yeah. if, if this is going to be like confirmed that this movie is going to be about that, um, then... I'm going to want to read the book before it comes out and I want to know the story and I want to, I mean, it's only going to be the first book. So into the void might just be like the first bit in the whole movie or whatever it is that he's going to do might be the whole arc of um, their story or the whole arc of the story. And I won't know it all right away, but, um, well, they get this theory. So the article says, uh, which is from fan cited, uh, the article says this theory is based on the graphic accompanying Kathleen Kennedy when she announced the film. Fans have speculated the flying double pyramid-like structure in the image is a ship called Tho Yor, which is from the Dawn of the Jedi series. Uh, doubling as a weapon, this ship carried the Force-sensitive proto-Jedi across the mm. galaxy in what is known as the First Migration. So this is like nice. they the ship basically gathered the Force-sensitive people as they were discovered because this is the Dawn of the Jedi, and this mm-hmm. is putting them all together for the first time. Uh, and it says if Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie is an adaptation of Dawn of the Jedi, viewers will be taken incredibly far back in the galaxy's history. This takes place 26,000 years before where we are right now. Right. 26,000 years, bro. That's before? Yeah. 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 That's. You know, There's no more thousands. prequel than that, baby. That's that's no. 26,000 years. Thousands of Jedi. Thousands of generations. Yeah. Are in, are in you now. But his movie is not scheduled to release until 2025. (laughs) So far away. Uh, And, well, the first movie that's going to be, that we're going to see is Rogue Squadron, most likely. And that's, you know, what's funny. That's not until 2023. About that is, like, Force Awakens came out in 2015. Mm -hmm. That feels like so long ago. You know, Mm -hmm. we're sitting here talking about. How it's August of 2021. We're almost to the Book of Boba Fett. How fast this year's gone. Yeah. And it was only a measly six years ago when Force Awakens came out and there was all of this promise and potential and hope, right? Yep. We had no clue what was coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, which, I'm I'm going back on that. No, okay, no. we got some No, three... no, no, no. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, But I'm just saying, like, I it's like 2025 feels so far away, mm-hmm. but 2015 was just six years ago. Yeah, it'll be here before we know. And it. a lot's happened in six years. I got. It'll married. be here before we know it. Yeah, you did. You got married like two years ago. Still with the same company. <laughs> Speak uh, for your goddamn self. Um, yeah, as of like a couple weeks ago, chill, bro. I'm I'm fucking with you. I'm it's been a full lot. Today's my two month anniversary. God damn, really. It's been two months this since is I how started time my flies, new job. Y'all, point made. Mm-hmm. I've already been I've already been working for my new job for two fucking months already. Hell yeah! Represent um, Davis Northwest. You need some firewood or some Christmas tree wholesale. We got you. You dig shit? Dude, I, I Check literally the show notes. <laughs> I fucking paid. I paid like thirty bucks. I think I'm paying this guy who's really good at creating um, eye racing paint jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've commissioned this guy to make a paint for one of my cars using the logos of my company that I work for now. 
and it's gonna be like Christmas tree based. I'm pretty Hell sure yeah. at the bare a bare minimum the colors. Hell yeah. Um, the green and gray and white and black. But yeah, he's gonna start working on it in like a week. That's tight. So dude. I'm excited for that. Hell yeah. And I don't. It's not just a company I work for. If you guys don't know, it's it's my one of my best friends from high school started his own company, and I'm employed. And he did it like a year or two ago, and I'm employee number one. Hell so yeah. like. I'm not just like, oh yeah, I started working for a new job. I want their name and logo on. Like, no, this is a company. Like, it's like I'm a startup. I'm, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking business coordinator of this company. You Hell know, yeah. like I'm. It's it's not my company, but it's my company as Hell well. Yeah. You know. Hell yeah. Unofficially partnered. That's tight, dude. <laughs> moves. Um, but son. anyway, making moves, making moves, making million dollar moves. So Back Rogue Squadron. Hell yeah! So the next movie coming out, where you just said, 2023 mm-hmm. Rogue Squadron. Uh, and some info, I guess, has come out about that. Reality, it's just it's just a confirmation that mm-hmm. uh, Patty Jenkins is at least familiar with mm-hmm. everything that's come out as far as like Rogue Squadron, X Men, or not X Men, Jesus Christ, X Wing. <laughs> we were just talking about Hugh Jackman, man. Uh, X Wing type stuff. So she uh, she has a knowledge of the original series as well as the comic series as well as some video game knowledge. So. Um, she quoted, I think that, uh, the Michael Stackpole books and the video games and all of the rogue squadron books, uh, there's an incredible history that's really important to honor. So she, she's basically wants to take all of the best stuff that everybody already loves and make sure that those are incorporated in her film. So Mm -hmm. that being said, uh, you remember Kathleen Kennedy one time said, there's no, you know, Marvel has all of this stuff to, to base their stories on all this history of comics and, and, you mm-hmm. know, whatever star Wars doesn't have that. Well, I think she's gotten slapped on the wrist for that already. Sorry, miss Kathleen. But I, I think that this is a really good, you know, way of showing that that's not true. And that yeah. there is a lot of good star Wars, con- or, you know, star Wars content out there that people love that is proven historically successful that Mm -hmm. you would be silly not to incorporate into your project if you're literally making a project about exactly what this is i mean it's a thousands of hours of of reading content that it's legends becoming canon yeah seriously um yeah for her to say like they don't have that to to pull from it's like you do have that to pull from yeah you fucking but your boss has said it doesn't count anymore Mm-hmm. <laughs> which also means you have that to pull from yeah you know and, and the the rogue squadron series was published from 1996 until 1999 so i had this and it, that i consider that a wave of the original like prized legends content like yeah, people the, the love legends rogue didn't really start until like the 90s really yeah. you know was it like 94 96 the the era whenever the yeah the empire finally, came out yeah when they finally like let it be a thing um, but yeah, so this started in 1996, which I was three years old, man. It's just been around my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is what inspired the 1998 N64 game, which is obviously adapted to PC and is a whole series now. Um, mm-hmm. and there was also a 1995 dark horse comic series that ran 35 issues. So like, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm excited for a fucking fighter pilot movie just around X-Wing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or just star fighters. Fuck yeah pull away from like we don't have not like uh, i love this the force and the jedi and the skywalker family and all that shit mm-hmm. um 
but yeah, that to, top to, gun shit, bro. Just... To occasionally pull away from that for like a movie. That's why I love Solo so much. Yeah, is like you know, pull away from the regular Star Wars programming basically, mm-hmm. and give us insight on what you know another aspect of the universe looks like. You know, instead of just like a 10, 15 minute space battle. Hundred percent. You know. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I mean, it's the Star Wars. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. They're yeah. <coughs> this is what Star Wars is. Yeah. These is, are their battles. This is the, the 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 wars amongst the stars. Yeah. So I, I'm super excited, man. I, I'm super excited for the uh the Rogue Squadron series. I want to play Squadrons. It's been a minute. Um, yeah. I know that we have a a good listener in the pod, Casey, who who plays Squadrons and um, you know, a few other people obviously as well. It's a fun game. Yeah. Uh, I just I don't know. Yeah. you've been busy bro i've been busy bro and like also i want to experience it with like a joystick in vr like i played the <laughs> campaign i played i do like i but i don't know I, I feel like squadrons is one of those games where it's so well done that it's probably mm-hmm. something i'm just gonna hop in and out of because it's like mm-hmm. it's the closest thing to a, a star wars space vehicle sim as you can get mm-hmm. you know and it, it's if you like the like no one has anything bad to say about squadrons it is exactly what it is it's hop in the starship go do these missions take out these points whatever Mm -hmm. it's it's fun and shit so i don't know man maybe i'll start playing that again when we leave it uh lead closer up to rogue squadron and start getting hype for it yeah you know yeah i'm sure i mean i'm sure you will i mean i might i might visit again as well or i might just let you borrow my joystick so you can feel what that's like i mean i just i i it's funny is I love flying games or mm-hmm. I love the idea of flying games, but like, there's just something about, and you love Star 3D. Wars. There's something about gravity list 3d space that makes it tough for me to fly that game. Yeah. Like playing battlefield four with a joystick, um, flying a fighter jet. Mm-hmm. I got it. I yeah. under, it made sense to me. You can roll, underst- you can turn, you can, I understood yeah. the concept of gravity, and knowing like where the, I let off throttle, I'm gonna where dip. where the Earth was yeah. at all times, the bottom of the map, you know, and knowing where like the mountains and shit were and buildings, but like being in space, dude. Yeah, you fly was, up to your get, target and you're upside down, like. <laughs> and I was just so I get so confused, yeah. so discombobulated so fast. I spent that I'm a just lot like, of time. I had the same issue, and I spent a lot of time in the the training arena when you're you're flying through the scrap metal. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you can spawn enemy fighters and you can fly whatever ship you want. You can learn how to mm-hmm. run your bombers and they've got like a fake already blown up star destroyer that you can go on bombing runs and like learn your yeah, shit. Yeah. Which the bombs in space are kind of crazy. So they're actually like propelled out of the bottom of the ship since there's no gravity. Yeah. So like it doesn't matter if you're upside down. Like if you do a sweep, like the bottom of the Death Star is facing beneath you, you're you're upside down. You mm-hmm. can still drop the bomber, and bombs are gonna hit the surface. Like it's just, it's a lot yeah. of weird dynamics. Then you can come up, you know, reload your thing, shoot out from the bottom of the ship, do a tight turn, and then do a run on the cross underneath the shield. Because so you got to get close. It, it's mm-hmm. just, it's fun. And there are yeah. dynamics in that that you don't have to deal with in a regular piloting sim. You're not skimming right. star destroyers, and you got to get beneath their shields, but also stay away from their surface turrets and know how to navigate them. Like it's sure, but it, it's fun, dude. Like I spent some time yeah. on squadrons. I like it. It's it's a cool game. Yeah, but yeah, yeah squadrons yeah. is fun. But I'm gonna have to probably hop into that BF4, bro. They they announced Battlefield 2042, and ever since then, Battlefield 4 servers have been fucking packed, bro. Really? 
Yeah. I haven't played Battlefield since Battlefield 1. I love Battlefield. Battlefield 1's fun as shit, too. I bought the joystick for Battlefield 1 because oh, really? I, I knew... Um, I needed to, like, I, I hated the heat-seeking missiles and, and flares and shit, so mm-hmm. I was like, Battlefield 1's going to be biplanes and shit, so that'll be more fun and easy, and I bought the joystick, and when I bought it, Battlefield 1 was not joystick, Logitech joystick compatible. I was like, fuck! That sucks. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, just getting into the... Um, getting into the weeds of uh, of my flying game uh, background. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... What is this, every unmade Star Wars movie and why it didn't happen that you I, have here? I figure that we can finish off on this. Um, uh, Screen Rant put together a list. It was published yesterday at the time of recording about every unmade Star Wars movie and why they didn't happen. So I figured mm. we could go through some of these concepts and, and stuff that's on here and give our thoughts on if this is something that we would like to see them resurrect and do or not. We've talked about video games that didn't end up happening. So these are actual movies. So, uh, yeah, I thought it would be fun to go through. Uh, obviously, it starts with George Lucas's original concept for the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, he had plans for uh, three of four. Like, this is the third of the four trilogies he wanted to make. Okay. And um, this was by the time that Empire was released. He had already planned these arcs. And I know that sometime after... Uh, revenge of the sith came out he was like nah he's like you know what star wars is a story of anakin we've told that story there's no other there's there's nothing else of importance in this timeline mm-hmm. um he's on record of having said that but uh he uh he had plans let's see to do of leia being elected queen of her people han solo's death luke living alone after what happened between him and vader luke training right. leia in the ways of the force and luke's death so some of these are reminiscent of what we see in the sequel trilogy that we got Mm -hmm. but obviously i mean it would have been cool to to see coming from the maker and and see what he would have done differently uh and obviously george lucas always changes his mind and changes elements and would probably change a lot of shit on the fly probably (laughs) my man uh but yeah it's uh essentially just seeing a George Lucas trilogy, which didn't happen for obvious reasons. Right. Um, up next, they have Colin Trevorrow's episode nine. Yeah. Um, Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates, which do you know a lot about that? I never yep. read the script. Did you? I didn't either, but I listened to a lot of shit. So basically like, um, I think the Knights of Ren were supposed to have a lot bigger presence and be more, involved like being around i'm th- pretty sure um like finn leads a basically finn leads the resistance mm-hmm. he leads the resistance to an attack on uh the sith temple on coruscant or the the old jedi temple on coruscant because that's where the evil message is being broadcasted was underneath the old Jedi temple was being sent out into the universe. Fuck uh, yeah. And Finn was like going to be leading a, you know, an entire band of resistance fighters, um, including Rose out there. Um, and, you know, Poe is going to be flying around doing resistance shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I honestly can't remember a whole lot about Ray. 
Like, I don't remember Ray's story a whole lot, but uh, I want to read that. Um, I want to read that uh, that treatment. Yeah. Uh, it looks like, so Finn for, was forming his own army of defecting stormtroopers. He and Rose taking four sensitive children to a remote planet so that Ray could train them. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, yeah. And then Kylo Ren going full villain, being revealed as the murderer of Ray's parents. And he would never oh. turn to the light. Oh, that's uh, crazy. Let's see, Emperor would have been mentioned but stayed dead. Which, I mean, yeah. That's probably for the best. And <laughs> Trevorrow's movie would have been a proper continuation to Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi, far from what J.J. Abrams did uh with rise of skywalker per right. this article's opinion um i mean obviously yeah people loved that right and didn't uh the trevaro concept or, or script or whatever get adapted didn't was there like a fan comic who did a good job with that i think there is a fan that is making it into a comic series mm-hmm. i don't think it's done yet oh okay yeah i remember i think i saw like concepts and maybe a few pages or something but mm-hmm uh, there apparently were different ideas for the original prequels. Let's see. Coots shared the basic idea Lucas had for the prequels, which was dealing with the Clone Wars and the formation of the Jedi Knights. But in the uh, the end, by the time Phantom Menace came out, Jedi Knights had already been established. Mm. So apparently, George Lucas's original idea for uh, the prequels, which would have been a completely different story was you know the clone wars as well as the formation of the jedi so right that would be fun i guess um, it kind of contradicts the... the you know for over a thousand generations the jedi knights have been guardians of you know yeah but well i think before that i think before that um no not even before that because that I was guess... a new hope you know that's yeah that's that's the bible that is the ogot right there so <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the, that's Bible right there. Um, and if he fought with Bob- his dad in the Clone Wars, that wasn't yeah. that long ago. Unless Obi Wan is ancient as well. Uh, maybe true. Jedi live to be forever. Yoda you know. style. <clears throat> Yoda style. Uh, Boba Fett movie. We heard about that a couple years back. Um, a few years back now, uh, that it was supposed to be Rogue One, and then we're like, we're gonna get an Obi Wan movie, and then we're gonna get a Boba Fett movie. Mm-hmm. That was what we were hearing. And, uh, you know, I think we still would have had a Boba Fett movie had it not been for um, COVID. Sure. And I think the success of Mando. Once we saw how successful Mando was, they're like, you know what? Let's bring him into the Mando show and give him his own show. Yeah. Because and it's easier. It's easier to shoot well, that in way. In all reality, have... I'm happy it worked out like this because I oh, would yeah, rather I'd rather get a Boba Fett series and yeah. that much more time on camera with Boba Fett telling that story than mm-hmm. a movie where they film a beautiful thing and chop it down to two and a half hours and, and mm-hmm. get it out. Um, right. We're going to be able to see a more well thought out and pieced together story. And right. I- I'm okay with this. We're, we're getting um, Boba Fett. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would be, I honestly would have been okay with the cliffhanger of not never, ever really knowing what happened to Boba afterwards. One of the you many know, like, mysteries. Like, yeah. Like it could have just been, if they would have had that post credit scene, and then it just immediately just boom cut to black right yeah. after Fennec and him sit on the throne. Yeah. Then it's just like 
now we know what happened. Now we know that he took over the under the underworld of Tatooine, mm-hmm. and now we we can let our fucking minds race and run, you know, or come up with new stories and shit. Um, but I'm also not mad at an entire Boba show, you know. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, a most Eisley spaceport movie that I most definitely would never have watched. <laughs> well, okay, you're you're looking at uh at. Uh, figuring Dan in the modal nodes right now. I know, but I know. I, it wouldn't probably be. It's not like the fucking life and times of it the wouldn't band, be of the know cantina band. Yeah, I know, I know. it would have been. It would have been like a tales the, from the Mos goings Eisley. on. Yeah, you know. Could you imagine? Like, uh, that's actually pretty cool. Like a six part series where every single episode is a different story from a different time period of the Mos Eisley, Mos Eisley uh, spaceport. Yeah, and just like yeah, it'd be pretty cool. That that would have been cool as shit. Um, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Um, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, no, stop. <laughs> okay, first, let me say, we have the word legends in the title of our podcast. Yeah, yeah. and I know nothing about legends, which yeah. is why I said whatever the fuck this is. So I've, he- I've heard the name, but I have no idea what it is. Uh, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> so this is why I was, <laughs> no, I was trying to gently preface this by saying, nah, we don't know we shit about it. We made this podcast to learn more about legends, and there's plenty of legend stuff that we haven't got to yet. I personally like have all never uh, uh, explored Splinter of the Mind's Eye. I don't know what happens, and all we know is they go to a planet called Mimbin, and they search for a Kyber crystal, spelt a little mm-hmm. bit differently, uh, which can supposedly enhance the force powers of the Jedi. We know why this movie didn't happen. This movie didn't happen because it would be a Legends movie. That being mm-hmm. said, we will visit Splinter of the Mind's Eye at a later date. We promise you. Sure. Well, well <laughs> there's, a, there's a promise. That I'm not going to promise we keep. Uh, and then uh, I, I, I Benioff and Vice's uh, Star Wars trilogy that, you know, was didn't rumored. did they jump then... ship after all the bullshit? Uh, no, they dropped out. Oh no! Yeah, they, I thought they were dropped. They were dropped out, but no, they they did dropped out. Um, it says here due to their commitment to Netflix, as they signed an overall deal to write, produce, and direct the new TV series and films for the streaming giant. So you think they're gonna? I don't know. Maybe if you're not a huge Star Wars fan, like if I was given any opportunity to do something creative with Star Wars, I would do it. I don't give a fuck. It wouldn't even be yeah, about yeah. money to me. You know what I'm saying? No, like that's so, what, dude. Fucking theory says the same thing. Theory's like, dude, I would love to just create Star Wars content, and you don't even have to fucking pay me. You know, I would love to just no. be a consultant. Pay of... me, but I wouldn't be taking a deal that was, like, significant. Like, I would be like, sure. this is – I would just love to contribute. Pay me enough so I can pay my bills and not worry about whether or not I'm going to make it and let me fucking create yeah. canon content. So Pay me a cool 50 Gs a year. I know it's not a lot, but <laughs> I'll take that. So, I mean, um, as, far as, as far as movies go that they didn't end up making – we know the reasons why they didn't happen. George Lucas couldn't have made a trilogy because he sold all fucking rights to his baby. Um, sure. I think we all can agree that we would love to see uh, Trevorrow's episode nine. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been kind of cool. And if anything created a more uh, a feeling of uniformity within the trilogy, having three completely different, like, like this is this type of experience, this is this type of experience, and this is this one with yeah. all of the same characters, but like having different people take a shot at it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like it's Star Wars Visions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the same characters. Exactly. Uh, original prequels, that needed to be changed because for whatever reasons, maybe he did have a plan for Jedi to be able to use the Force to live for an incredibly long time. 
Sure. Um, it's very possible. Uh, Boba Fett movie. We're getting a show. I'm cool with that. I, I'm still open to the idea of a spaceport movie. Or at least a series. Sure. Uh, uh, Tales from series. the Cantina style. Um, yeah. Maybe it could be hosted with a... Uh, uh, what's her name? From Mando. Yeah. She'd be a fun yeah. little host for you that. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Storyteller type shit. Maybe it's all told through her perspective of shit yeah, she's like overheard the, uh, over the Tales years. Tales from the Crypt. She'd be the Crypt. Yeah, 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 exactly. Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Tales from the Cantina. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's whatever. There's there's reasons yeah. that these stuff didn't get made. There's nothing here that I'm like, oh my god, like how could they not have made that? Like, no, nah, most of the stuff we already fucking figured, yeah. you know. Yeah. And there's, the, I'm sure that there's, there's these are just ones that we knew about, you know that or that the mainstream ones, right? Um, I'm sure there's plenty out there that that were thrown up on storyboards that never never amounted to you know anything that were probably great ideas. Um, sure. But yeah, um, pretty neat shit. Um, kind of wanted to talk briefly, like, so last week, um, last week I talked about Rebels and how I was retconning the the Dave Filoni timeline theory. Mm-hmm. I was not retconning. I was debunking his retcon, not his retcon theory, but the theory that people have of him using the world between worlds. And I was low-key having a panic attack while talking about it, so I couldn't be, like, up on my high horse, my podium, my pedestal <laughs> like I usually am. Um, but flip side of that. Okay. So I understand people really don't want the sequels to be a thing anymore. And I understand that a lot of people probably can't enjoy star Wars until it's gone. Well, if you were on our Instagram on this last Thursday, um, or the Thursday following the release of that episode, I had sent Spencer a bunch of slides that I had taken some time to chop out of the show and just to be like, look, here's here's the evidence that points to her going back to her timeline. Um, like and people disagree. And hey, that's that's the beauty of this whole thing is nobody has to agree with me about any of my theories. Mm-hmm. But what we do know is that motherfuckers don't do shit on accident <laughs> when they're when they're making these shows, you know, and when they're making hey, these movies. 100%. And Filoni. Filoni isn't going to look at his show Rebels and be like, well, I had her go back into her timeline after getting saved. Now I'm going to be like, well, actually, that's a different timeline. And so so just to address a few things. Now, I'm not saying anybody who disagrees with me is wrong. Um, I'm saying y'all fucking did it now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> here it comes. No, no, no. I What I'm saying is it's unlikely that like so basically my interpretation of the world between worlds is the one of that it is literally a space a place that exists in between the fabric of time and space itself it is not a timeline it is a place of its own time doesn't exist in the world between worlds because you can go to any point in time during any event from that location so Ezra pulling Ahsoka out of her timeline is not the same as pulling her into a new timeline. It's basically to put it this way. It's like as if you could step off of a moving train onto a platform that doesn't go anywhere and then get back onto the train at any point you want it to. Right. It's like essentially, no, not even a moving train. It's like you're on a train and the train stops at a station 
and that station exists by itself. Mm-hmm. Now you can choose to get off that station at that station and then move to a different point on the train, or you can go back into your same seat. Basically, you know, sure. it's like that there is no timeline change unless she were to hop into another timeline. Like if she didn't go back through her portal, which they made the point of putting those two bright stars there, you know, they made a point to making sure the damage that we saw in season two was the same exact replicated. It's not just lines. Like I was, I'm, I'm sure that was a troll. We had somebody who commented saying like, those are just lines or those are lines. Um, But in the event that they misunderstood what my point was, as I circled the giant, lightning bolt style crack in the wall that was made to look exactly like a crack in the wall um not a line that is a design on the wall next to them yeah motherfucker. Um, <laughs> yeah motherfucker. <laughs> no um but but like can feloni say well you know she jumped into a different portal without realizing it sure he can if he wants to yeah. Um but you know, the evidence is there that she returned to her timeline because because in season 2 when when the the temple crumbles and Vader limps away and Moriah's watching um Moriah's watching and then it cuts back to the temple that fell and she's walking up those steps. Mm-hmm. Like that's the same timeline. It it just is, you know, and and we we can sit and we can debate it until someone tells us that you know what what is what, but ultimately, um, Ahsoka being alive or dead doesn't change. Like I, I wish I could have a fucking what my whiteboard up and we could, like when we like so when we do start doing video podcasts, you know it'll be easier. But like, so essentially, if you want to think of it in terms of creating a branch, if you've seen Avengers, creating a branch on the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, her leaving the timeline does not create a branch. Like I don't think Star Wars timeline works that way. I think Feloni had like this idea of linear time and being able to pull to, like if you know change aspects of it. Yeah. Um. You could you could say that her coming out creates the branch, and her going back in just means she returned to that branch as it was branching off. Yeah, you could say that. If they come, if they, if they, if they make it canon that when somebody changes something from within the world between worlds, um, that it creates a branch, that's fine. But you don't have to make it the Ahsoka thing. You could make it Palpatine using the world between worlds to transfer his essence across to his waiting clone body, yeah. and that you know that he was in a, that's in an altered timeline, and that there you go. Like there's your there's your sequel recon right there that the timeline where Palpatine dies is the timeline where, you know, all the fun shit can happen. And then the timeline where Palpatine transfers his essence through the world between worlds to to land there Mm -hmm. is the timeline where Rey and Kylo and all them are born. Because if if he doesn't transfer his but even then, even then you can't it's hard to do because we already know that Ray's dad is a clone and he's been around since before episode four, just for to make his age add up. Yeah. And, and the emperor being alive or dead doesn't change the fact that that motherfucker still alive. So you have to essentially, yeah, you can't, I think Ray, I think that's the thing. The tricky thing about timelines is that 
as long as the emperor created a clone of him of himself that turned like created the clone that is Ray's father, right? Ray's going to be alive in that timeline. For the most part, like mm -hmm. you can you can say that. Well, in this version, he didn't find Ray's mom and didn't have the kid. Well, it's like, well, then you don't need that timeline to be the one where Ahsoka's alive. Like, you don't need to do that. There's there's different, you know. It's convoluted. It's complicated, but but I like I said, like that last slide is like if they're going to make it happen, it's gonna they like Lucasfilm, whoever's writing Filoni is gonna have to try harder than just saying what the fans are saying. And I think what the fans are saying is is like they like they've forgotten that she's like you see her in her timeline alive. Yeah. Um. And that's just my theory behind it is like I'm not saying they shouldn't chop it off. Well, I am saying that I They're don't not think they even. Should. You're not even closing the door on that. I'm something not even like this could it's, be a reality, but in this particular instance, right? And I'm not even saying like. You can you can do this and still have Ray and Kylo be canon. Mm -hmm. You could ju you would just start all you would do is just start telling the story from a different timeline. I think I think if we got real for a second, mm -hmm. Filoni has assumed what is it, a creative director position at Lucasfilm. Yeah, whatever. Um, they're not going to decanonize a trilogy mm -hmm. in the Skywalker saga. No, no, they're, they're not, not going, to. going to do that. They might show us, oh, motherfucker, we could, but mm -hmm. they're not going to. They're not going to make, oh, yeah, episode seven through nine are now canon. Like the, the universe is already expanding pretty rapidly and as confusing mm -hmm. to new people as it is. And when it comes down to it, they want new people. They want yeah. new generations of kids. They want pe they're not going to start being, like, oh, well, yeah, technically – Disney came in and made everything Legends and oh but then they made the sequel trilogy and it didn't do good so guess what they made that Legends too and yeah, they figured out no. this way through fucking time travel and shit that no, they're not they're gonna, not gonna fucking do that when it comes down um, to it they're not going to and I swear to god I'm gonna kill my cat Red that's you know fair fucking snatch yeah, he, yep he just murdered his cat right on camera and you oh, guys can't shut see up. it <laughs> <laughs> um so I think okay. So I want to because I got I got to get off of here. So but I just want to want to wrap some shit up real quick. Yeah. It's just, um, I think Filoni is going to. I don't think he's gonna. I think people remembered the world between worlds, right? And I think people were like, and maybe a rumor came out. And and with these rumors that coming that are like when there's no official sources close, you know whatever, people can literally just post something. And be like, yo, I work for Lucasfilm, and I'm trying to stay anonymous, but this is what I'm hearing. And people, because people are bored, and people are gonna find that, and they're gonna blow it up, and they're gonna make it into a thing that's not. It's not mm -hmm. real. So, but I think one of the things is like maybe there's talks of like utilizing the world between worlds again, right? And then when that gets found out, people are like, oh, they can they can retcon the sequels because I hate the sequels, yep. you know, or we hate the sequels, you know, or whatever. <laughs> But I think Filoni is going to we we got a movie. People yeah. probably have no idea what the fuck that means, but it's a it's a very obscure reference to an Eddie Griffin standup. Um, but I think Filoni probably will do. He's going he's going to go abide by his own rule, and but I mean his own rule is I mean he has Ahsoka say in episode the you know episode whatever that is thirteen or fourteen of of season four of Rebels when they're in the world between worlds when he when Ezra says i can save kanan i can bring him back 
Ezra's like, or not Ezra, but Ahsoka says, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. You can't just save him. You saving him means you all die because he died saving you. That's basically her saying you can't just go changing things because you have the you think you have the ability to. And I think Filoni knows that he can't just go willy nilly into the world between worlds and start changing things mm-hmm. because he knows like it's gonna like the consequences. He also for- respects Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not he's not gonna go and be like, oh, okay, yeah, the fan base has spoken. You're voted off the island. It's Filoni's yeah. got enough on his plate. He's yeah, he's basically as creative director, probably overseeing mm-hmm. a lot of what all of these other projects are going to bring into canon. He's not ta- he's not worried about I want to develop this little series and write this to fucking decanonize an entire trilogy. That's that's not on this dude's plate right now. Yeah, so. I think uh, if, if I'm gonna make a prediction, or we're gonna talk about predictions for shit. My prediction is, Filoni doesn't even touch anything to do with the sequels. I think if they use the world between worlds, it's to find Ezra, yeah, or to save Ezra. Ahsoka yeah. uses it to return the favor in a way that doesn't compromise the rest of the timeline, mm-hmm. and uh, that's if they use the world between worlds. But I don't think th- I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to uh I think Filoni is is here to create um stories using the characters that he created in his animated series now that he has his, you know, dream of of making it live action and I think he knows better than to push it too close to the sequels. I I, I mean we're going to I mean the Acolyte is before the prequels. Uh the Rangers is apparently scratched. Mm-hmm. That just leaves Ahsoka. I mean Boba Fett as well, but Boba Fett is old and he's not going to make it to the sequel trilogy. No. Um Ahsoka's not going to make it to the sequel trilogy most likely. She could, she could be older, you know, but and and just cuz we heard her voice in the Force, we know from the the fall or the High Republic shit that the Jedi once were able to communicate to each other across the galaxy without being dead. Yeah. Um so and there's Tegruta, nothing who knows how old that they get. Like, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. You know, we don't know. And it's not that she's only 40 something. It's not that far fetched to believe that twenty years down the line she's still alive. Yeah. You know, um, but if she's dead, she's dead. And I think I think Ahsoka, the Ahsoka show, is is really mostly. I think it's the Ezra show. Mm-hmm. I think the Ahsoka show is a vehicle to tell the Ezra story as to where he went and what he's gonna do. Um, and maybe Ezra. Because Star Wars, you know, George loved his fucking ring theories and Star Wars loves to repeat itself. Maybe Ezra's only, what, teens when we when we see him leave? He's a teenager still when yeah. he leaves with uh, Thrawn. You want to fast forward a uh, like few more years? So if he's 17, he's no older than 30 when we see him in Ahsoka, which means in 15 years, 20 years down the line, He's very well within age of most Jedi we've seen. We could see post sequels be Ezra coming out of, you know, a hermit meditation, you know, Mm -hmm. like like a seclusion of like maybe Ezra went through some dark shit when he was with Thrawn or chasing Thrawn because we don't know if he's with him like on his side or or what's happened or what's happened since then. Um, And you know, maybe he's lost his way in the forest and Ahsoka has to bring him back. And maybe he needs to spend some time post Ahsoka show meditating, 
uh, not being exiling himself out of shame, but of like relearning his connection to the force and, you know, connecting and communing with Ahsoka posthumously and, and uh, Kanan through the force, you know, Mm -hmm. we could like, maybe that's going to open the door for shit that it doesn't have to do anything with, with the battle on Exegol and Ray and Kylo, you know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be retconned. It just doesn't have to be talked about either, you know? So anyway, um, that's kind of like my thing on that. I could be off. I could be wrong. Filoni might have this evil master plan of using the world between <laughs> worlds to chop that shit off and never talk about it again. Sure. Um, but I just, I just think that all signs realistically thinking logically here about um, where they're going to take the show and not being emotional and not that it's not okay to be emotional, but just like, you know, emotions when you're, when you're so passionate about something can easily skew your view of things. And but- I think, I think a lot of people who really don't like the sequels are really hoping something happens to them. And uh, I just don't, I just don't see it, my guy. Mm-mm. But uh, in any case, man, sorry to make it a short one, but uh, I got, I got things going on, but tell us, tell, us, tell one, them where man. you can we... find it, bro. <laughs> uh, man, you already know if you're not already doing so Instagram at their only legends, uh, go hit us up over there, get show information and all that fun stuff. Hit us in the DMS, do what you need to do. Uh, other than that, you send an email. They're only legends at gmail.com. Feel like writing something out. You feel like utilizing that subject line, whatever your case may be. Send us theories. You want to see eight versus eight brackets, Star Wars versus anybody. Send those over there. We'll review them. Maybe uh, uh, include it in the show. We'll probably definitely include it in the show. We'll at least talk oh, about it. Oh, we love those brackets. Yeah, we, we, we love, love that shit, man. So definitely, if you're like, how would these people play out? We'll broadcast it to the community, put it together for you. Let's see how it happens. We didn't end up doing a bracket last week. That's not to say one's not coming. It's just that MCU does not have a lot of gunslingers. Marvel yeah. does. MCU doesn't. So we're going to think of a different fun bracket to do. I just didn't mm-hmm. want to rush out some bullshit to you guys, but just check your stories for that. I'm not giving any dates. Just check it. We're going to do something fun. Um, yeah. Lastly, if you are listening on a platform that allows you to rate and or review whatever show you're listening to, if you can go ahead and do that, um, just please hit that sweet, sweet five star button. Please, please, please. We love please. them five stars. We love yeah. them five stars. And we, uh, we do we will do the uh we will do that uh non force user bracket sure. as well. We still yeah, need yeah. to do that one. We we got um, a few few fun things lined things up. I want to do up. a DC Universe one too, so yes, yeah. it's gonna be fun. Um but yeah, uh sweet sweet five stars. Tell a friend about us. Tell yes, them you love please. us. Please tell uh, tell them all about us. Word of mouth is um, big. Other than that, you got anything, my man? Nah, man. Uh, no, just, just, just keep, keep watching star Wars. Keep, keep doing the maker's work, everybody. Uh, and, and by that, I mean loving the fuck out of this, this franchise and this universe. Yep. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it, it's okay to disagree with people. Um, but one thing that I, like, I do want to like, uh, kind of just keep, keep, keep the, keep pushing out there is like, just because someone has a different idea, of, of what you think should be uh, doesn't mean their idea is any less valid. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as divisive as, as things have become lately, just, just remember everybody loves star Wars in a different way. That's right. But at the end of the day, they love star Wars, mm-hmm. just like you love star Wars. So, you know, Beautiful. keep, keep your, keep your hearts and arms open to your, to your fellow star Wars fans. And uh, also uh, 
be safe out there. Um, I know, I know shit with COVID's kind of getting crazy again and, mm-hmm. uh, we didn't talk about it, but your boy had it. Turns out when I almost died last weekend, or when I said I almost died last weekend, the fever and shit, I tested positive for that shit. You know, I lost my sense of smell shortly after recording the podcast a couple days mm-hmm. later. And it was, it was, it's the most surreal thing ever. Um, I am very fortunate that I didn't get more severe uh, symptoms being fully vaccinated, by the way. Um, I still got it. I don't know. I don't know what variant it was because I took an at-home test. But, um, and today's my, today is my official day of not being contagious anymore. So I'm thankful for that. But, um. Yeah, just be safe out there. Think about others and uh, stay watching Star Wars. As always, my fellow brothers and sisters in the Force, may the Force be with you. And stay tuned after the credits for Bad Batch. And we hope you guys uh, enjoy episode 15 as well. Yes, that as well. See back in star wars fans to yet another bad batch review with your favorite star wars host tyler and spencer okay this week we had episode 14 what was it called war mantle war there, there mantle. we go war mantle um okay now last week i came in calm because i was like there was nothing to be excited about this week i'm calm because i've been awake for 35 minutes um <laughs> <laughs> this was a good episode. I actually really enjoyed it wasn't this episode, bad, bro. Um, so, like for me, this episode should have been last week's episode. Sure. Um, realistically, okay. So, if I had to make a theory here, and I've talked about it on the, on our, during our review before about how I think they're setting up a second season with or without some of the batch members mostly surrounded or focused on Omega probably. Mm-hmm. I feel like last week's episode could have been next season. Cause I feel like, um, whatever his name is, uh, Brian or not Brian Bryant, whatever the dudes, the, the Deveronian from last week. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel like he could have been introduced. Like he's probably been introduced to become an asset ally resource callback of some kind for next next season sure i feel like they could have waited until next season to do that because now with the way this episode played out we only have two episodes left Mm -hmm. and it didn't really do anything for me as far as like hyping up like the finale episodes well here's you even brought it up last week where you're like it's been said that the last two episodes is basically going to be a two-part finale and i think that this episode was really i mean you tag along to the last episode to provide okay this is going on now we've got hunter in this compromised position Mm -hmm. you know door opens up you know there's crosshair uh other than that and then we got a cool thing where basically foreshadows rebels right so yeah let's let's start running through the app because like Mm -hmm. how cool was it to see gregor like did you know it was gregor like right off the bat okay no i didn't know it was right off the bat Uh uh-huh I, so like I saw the slick back hair on top and I was like, okay, this is a, this is like a special clone. Yeah. Because like normally when they do special hairdos or tattoos, like they're supposed to be memorable clones. It's something to signify them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so I didn't know it was him and I didn't know his designation when they did mention his designation I was like I had to resist all urges to google the designation because <laughs> I was like it's gonna spoil it as far as like the episode yeah. goes but I'm like okay so that's somebody's de- and I'm like well I was like is that wolf it might be wolf but it doesn't sound like wolf um, and I'm like it could be Gregor mm-hmm. and, and like but you know it's you didn't really hear him talk at the time when I was thinking about it, yeah. you know? He has such um, a, a unique dialect compared to the other ones. He does. Like, he's got that really straightforward rag voice, but it's, like, a little pitchy. and like It's a little pitchy yeah. because it's, like, it, it goes with, like, his low sanity levels. Mm-hmm. You know, no, his, like, his just wildness is what it is, yeah. you know? Like, he's, and the fact he's that a wild boy. That motherfucker's training commandos, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which is part he's, of the reason a lot of people, like, have this really big draw to him is because for a lot of kids that grew up with the Republic Commando series, like, Gregor, along with the other clone commandos, is kind of what canonized the the Republic commandos, the commando troopers right. with the well, glowing wait, visors. He's, he's and... literally training stormtroopers now yeah like he's like this is where we see how hardly we learn yes yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) half-heartedly training them uh you know i didn't teach them everything you know um but yeah he he this is the first episode where we actually see the first like the the first stage of well project war mantle which is the you know, phasing out of the clones and the bringing mm-hmm. in of um, uh, what is the word? It's a uh, TK. No, yeah, you're right. They're TK troopers or whatever. But I was like, there's a word for the like the 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 troopers voluntarily joining. Oh, like a slang word or like a... no, nah, it's like a word, like a military word for it, or like an actual word for whatever. I'll Recruits. I'll think of it later. I'll come up with it later. No, no, no. It's not. It's yeah. Anyway, so. <clears throat> Yeah, so we see uh, Gregor, we, well, a trooper running through the woods of some planet, getting chased by what look like the same dogs that are in Mando that the mm-hmm. uh, uh, that the uh, Tuscans like to ha- have around them. Yeah, he places a tracking homing beacon, tracking beacon like a, a distress signal underneath a log and runs and gets caught. You know, yeah. and so we end up getting uh, we 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 hop over to the batch and. Uh, Batcher on their shuttle, and Hunter's flipping his knife, and an Omega's working on Gonky, and looks over at him and sees him flipping the knife, and so she takes her little, you know, repair tool and she starts trying to flip it, and she's like kind of like confused as to how he's doing it so effortlessly, and then, uh, you know, they immediately get like a call, you know, Tech I think goes, you know, we're getting a transmission, it's from Rex. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, you know, here we go, you know, and I was really hoping that this was like another team up with Rex, but instead dude, Rex is going through some shit, bro. Yep. He's like hooded in his, you know, doing his best Palpatine impression. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I've got, I have a, he's a good, I got, I have a, you know, a clone that has a distress signal. I can't get to it. I need you guys to do it. Um, and you know, I can't give you much more information. I'll send you the, inf- you know, I'll send you the tracking location. Yeah. And, they didn't uh, even give him his name. It's like, we got a distress, distress call from CC five, five, seven, six. He's in this planet. Shouldn't really be anything there. Can you go get him out? For yeah. Me? And then they're like, well, what? And he just like literally runs towards them and disappears out of the hologram. He yeah. like looks and like runs off. Cause somebody's coming for him. So, I mean, imagine what it'd be like to be on the run with like the most recognizable face in the galaxy. 
right? Yeah. It was the same kind of thing when, when they were contemplating going into the uh, the stronghold in Mandalorian and Boba Fett's mm-hmm. like, they're going to recognize yeah. me. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. That was that's still one of my favorite lines. Like, you know, they, they're looking around and, you know, I can't go in. And then he's like, they might recognize my face. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> or I have a recognizable face. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, okay, here's what's interesting. So, because like everybody who's listened to this has watched the show. So I just kind of want to talk about like, so Hunter, he's an interesting character. In the, in the way they wrote him. And the reason, okay, so it's like he tells Rex, if you ever need anything, you know where to find us. Mm-hmm. The first time this motherfucker comes to them, Hunter's like, we don't have time for this. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we're, we're, you know, we're on a mission already. Yeah. We can't just stop this mission that we're on for Sid, which we don't know what it is. You know, I don't think we know what it is. Unless she would like told them at the end of last episode that they had a mission, but they're just still running more missions for Sid. True. You know what I mean? So, did, so that, that's another question I well, have. Well, Sid's probably resumed control back on Ord Mantell. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Did, uh, did she resume control? I mean, I'm assuming she like she did. Well, it was homeboy. it was the Deveronian dude who basically came in with his baddies and was like, "I'm in control now." But then. Like she squared up with the Pike Syndicate, and I would imagine sure. that everything was kind of left normal. D- yeah, the you Dev right. and his yeah, people, Dipset, she gets her bar back. Her patrons were still yeah. hanging out there, he, loyal. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you're right. That's probably that's probably what happened. Um, which is even more like, even more annoying about last week's episode. Now is mm-hmm. that that episode literally the the problem was well. Yeah, the problem was resolved in its own episode, had zero implications on this week's episode. Yeah, you could have taken you could have taken out last week's episode, moved episode fourteen to ep- like right after episode twelve, and then been like, "Yep, this seems normal." Well, arguably, it could have <clears throat> been the same for anything because it's been it's been just fucking extraction mission even no, this I know, episode i'm watching it i'm like okay cool like it's a little bit different we get to go back to a uh, uh, camino um we got we got all that stuff going on but like at first i'm just like okay they're on a mission rex calls them they're going in to extract somebody well yeah but the difference here is that rex is such an important character and we haven't seen him in so long mm-hmm. that like we know this is so like that's the thing is like there's greater implications right we're seeing we're learning about gregor Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to see Gregor for one, you know, who we haven't seen since the you know Rebels, which I'm really glad I fucking. Too. I like. It was yeah. just so nice seeing him. Um, which a little Easter egg when he gets shot later, it's in the exact location that he got shot in Rebels mm-hmm. when he ends up dying. Um, wait, no, notice. no, does he die? I don't remember. I just re- I watched I ju- season one <clears throat> of Rebels this week. Yeah, that's right. You were watching yeah. it. Um, which I remember saying. That I said I wasn't gonna watch it, like I probably wouldn't rewatch it. But then, like after a week of not watching it, mm-hmm. and then you mentioning that you're rewatching it with like actually paying attention, I realized like how much I like it. I kind of want to do the same thing because yeah. I did a lot of watching it like half-heartedly, yeah. you know, just trying to get through it and learn like the canon, right? <clears throat> so there's so much good shit in there, dude. There is, there really Great is. Show. Anyway, so so Gregor. So we get to we get to see Gregor, you know, which is awesome, and it's like setting up, like explaining his story arc, and then um, 
you know, the, the with Hunter getting taken at the end um, and seeing the beginning of the Stormtroopers, there are multiple things in this episode that we know have tie-ins and uh, repercussions mm-hmm. um, for later in the Star Wars story. So, like, that's the only thing, like, I would argue is, like, yeah, it, they're... It's it's the same story vehicle, you know, extraction yeah. mission. Yeah. But they're at least moving the plot. Whereas last week they didn't move the plot because it's literally that last week's episode is inconsequential to everything about the Bad Batch. And it I could be wrong. It was 100% standalone. As far as, like, like you got the Pike I feel like it definitely which was. Cool, but, like, other yeah. than that. But we didn't learn anything about them. Nah. Nothing new. Yeah. Nothing moved their plot other than the fact we know they're still around, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so, yeah, that, that like, and that's not to shit on last week's episode. It's, again, like, it, it was like we talked about. It's a beautiful episode. It's a fun episode. It's just when we're coming to the end of the season, you know, it's like you'd, you'd expect there to be less stuff like that. Now, that, like, last week's episode, now knowing that, that, this, that all, there was almost zero repercussions for it. Mm-hmm almost guarantees like oh no that was definitely a filler episode yeah um so i think though like once all the episodes are out mm-hmm. it's gonna be such a fun series to just binge and just watch them mm-hmm. go on a bunch of like cool extraction missions and action and shit uh but yeah it's on a week to basis you could you could remove episode 13 was it infestation mm-hmm. and it would have as far as I'm concerned, like zero impact on the overall plot or storyline for the season. Yeah. Yeah. So far, at least, yeah. you know, and next, you know, next season we might get, you know, whatever his name is, um, the Devronian cat. Uh, and we'll be like, Oh, Hey, there's a guy, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, we fucking knew he would come back eventually. It's pretty cool. But like, you know, that should have been episode eight, you know, sure. or whatever, yeah. something earlier. Um, but uh, I think – so one of the things that I thought was interesting about um, Hunter um, is that as well as I'm sick and tired of hearing him, like, I don't know. Like, I want to I wanna say I'm tired of hearing stay at the ship. Yeah. Um, and he – I feel like he just – he said it almost every single episode, and it got to a point where, like, it seemed like he was realizing they were that Omega's capable, and he's not going to tell her to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And this time, he like disguised it as an order, yeah. for backup, you know. Yeah, and it like, was we're like, "We're going to need you," which they did. No, they did, but it's like, you know, Omega Wrecker, stay in the ship. Mm-hmm. But when you need help, you're going to be our backup. You know, if he would have been like, you know, stay with the ship, wait for our call so you can bring us out of here. Yeah. You know, in case something goes wrong, it'd be like, yes, sir. The way he approached it seemed almost like, oh, we we, we need you there just in case, you know. It just felt to me like, you know, he's just trying to keep Omega out of it. And it's like, I get it. But like, man, Wrecker was cool as shit about it. First off, you'd think you'd want Wrecker. Like, yeah, you'd think you'd you'd tell like Echo or Tech or no, Tech to stay back. Right. But tech, you know, I mean, because, I mean, what did tech really do besides trigger an alarm? So realistically, right? like if we're if we're, yeah, he like he noticed 
No, he didn't do anything besides trigger the alarm. Yeah. Because Echo is the one who Uses stuck his arm. You know, yeah. arm to find out where Gregor was. I think Gregor is probably one of my favorite clones, just how just because how funny he is. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like quick. Talking to he doesn't yeah. seem stressed out or anything. He's like, mm-hmm. like, are you CC? Was it CC five five seven six? He's like, who wants to know? He's like, we're sent by Rex. He's like, ah, well, in that case, yes, I am. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's yeah, let's get out of here. Um, there was a funny moment too. Um, uh, l- later. I think Tech or Gregor or oh yeah when they're in the elevator mm-hmm. and he says something about um you know we'll need to we'll need to we'll just go back up the ele- up the shaft and go to whatever to get out of here and then um the door opens and there's a shit ton of troopers there yeah. and they close it and as the door closed I, I I literally I'm sitting there watching the door closed and I went you were saying yeah and then fucking echo or tech tech literally goes you were saying yeah because he literally <laughs> says something it was like the the quantity doesn't matter but that's what's important yeah. to the empire yeah he's like so he's they just like, have a bunch of quantity but none of them are really that good and the door yeah, opens, he's like fucking 12 of them right <laughs> there's there. a whole fucking there's a whole fucking troop of them and it's like the door closes and i literally was like you were saying yeah. and that's exactly what they said like perfect humor i love it um <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. But so, um, and not to jump around like everything, but like another interesting thing about Hunter is I realized that this entire season we've been learning the strengths and weaknesses of all of the batch members. Mm-hmm. And like we, we've known Wrecker is obviously named because of his wrecking ability. Echo is, you know, old clone. So he just has his old nickname. I don't know. I could go through all of them. We know we had like we've yeah. seen them. And Omega, we've been learning about how she's super strategic. Hunter, we hadn't even really seen why he's Hunter. Like his name is Hunter yeah. until this episode, when this motherfucker was like Aragorn tracking hob- hobbits. Yeah. You know, like well, I didn't put it. In <laughs> there the, was a scuffle. I didn't put it in the show notes just because like I didn't know <clears throat> if we would have time to talk about it. But here we are talking about it. But Star mm-hmm. Wars did release an article this week about seven unique character traits that make Hunter different than any character we've ever seen in Star Wars. Sure. Um, and and it, it kind of highlights some of that where it's just like it, it highlights, you know, some of the reasons why he's is tactical and why his name is Hunter. Um, well, and then the literal literal thing, though, is like we watched his ability to track uh, Gregor, mm-hmm. you know, however many, however long it was after he was actually captured. Yeah, because he was able and, to be like, oh, this was a, a ship touchdown here. And this yeah, and, and like we get to a point where he's like, this is, a, you know, he like literally just touches the ground, feels the soil and looks up at the mountain. And he says. There's something in that mountain, mm-hmm. you know, like somehow he know, like just based off of touching. And then he's like a shuttle landed here, you know, or a starship landed here, whatever he said. Um, and like, it's like, oh, shit, like this whole time, like I'm like, OK, he's Rambo. Obviously, that's his archetype. We've talked about that. Um, or at least I think Mike and I did. But. We hadn't like like it was nice to see like, oh, well, like on the like core level without having to read a fucking article you know like the star wars has to release about it we finally got to see why 
his name is Hunter. I thought it was funny that Star Wars put out that article. It was like, hey, here's yeah, this, well, here's here's someone kind of unique. Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, we realize we haven't shown any, you know, yeah. any specifics. You haven't learned about this guy. Uh, so rather than like show you on screen, let's just tell you about it in an article. But anyway, um, so I just you know I thought that was pretty neat. But getting back into like the the whole the meat of the meat and potatoes of it, mm-hmm. um we get a bunch of awesome scenes of um, Gregor and, Oh no, before we even get to that, sorry. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about um, how much I love Wrecker, which means he's going to die um, <laughs> when they're in the ship and everybody keeps making a point and Wrecker goes, yeah, wait, wait, he's got a point, you know, yeah. like it's just, it's really it, it, like, well, first of all, it was, uh, I think Hunter says, Hunter says, uh, <laughs> we're on a mission for Sid. We can't just stop what we're doing and go chase after uh, a reg. Right. And Hunter's like, Hunter's got a point. And then Tech, tech goes, <laughs> well, w- there is no there is no food. Or, yeah, or, or, um, wait, am I wrong about this? Well, no, because I, I, I remember what you're saying, because he says something. It was like, if we don't do this message for Sid, or mission for Sid, we're right. not going to get paid. If we don't get paid, we don't have food. Actually, I think I was wrong. Yeah, I think Hunter was the one who wanted to do it, and Tech was the one who didn't want to do it because they needed to get paid for food. and Or no. No, I feel like Hunter and Tech were kind of on the same side, and I think it was Echo. That, Echo was like, well, when I was stranded here, oh. if you guys didn't come and help me, like right. I wouldn't. Hu- yeah, yeah, because... because yeah, because I think Hunter says something about not wanting to do it, and then Tech goes, or Hunter wanted to do it. I don't remember, but then Tech said the whole thing about the food and supplies. Yeah, and then Record goes, yeah, yeah, Tech's got a point. Yeah, and then Echo said, if it wasn't for you guys abandoning your mission to come find me, you know, as a reg, then I wouldn't be here. I would just be a lifeless whatever. And Record goes, Echo has a point. Yep. And then <laughs> Omega's like, you know, we we have you know we have to go back and save him. You know, blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Little miss save everybody. Which it has a point, to, you know. To pull one out of your book. I watched uh, theories like recap of the episode a few days ago, mm-hmm. and he kind of brought that up. Where like he kind of goes back and forth on liking Omega, um, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't watch a lot of theory stuff. Like I I'm on record having said like I try to avoid listening to other people's opinions at least until I've already voiced mine. That way, that's not influenced because mm-hmm. that's just how my brain works. But I decided to watch this on this. Sundays. And they almost always talk about shit on their Monday yep. podcast that goes live about shit we've already talked about. Yep. We said it first. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Theory said, uh, you know, he talked about going back and forth on liking Omega. He's like, at first, thought she was kind of annoying. And then I got into like, oh, she's actually pretty interesting. And now she's just the, mm-hmm. we have to do right for everybody. And then they're like, do you not remember this motherfucker was just trying to kill us? Now you want to help mm-hmm. him? She's like, well, we got to help everybody. Like, and, and mm-hmm. uh, it, I mean, it is what it is. Like, she's just, she's a child. Yeah. still. You know, she's like, that's we why we're here. We're here to help people. You know, <clears throat> she's a child with training. Yep. You know, she's a non force sensitive version of a Jedi Padawan or a youngling, yeah. you know, just a clone. Um, so yeah, so we've seen a bunch of shit this episode. Like we get to see, Oh, interesting point about Project War Mantle. Mm-hmm. Um, in this episode, um, we heard it mentioned before, earlier when Tarkin asks Ramp Rampart how Project War Mantle's going, 
and Project War Mantle is obviously getting rid of the oh yes conscripted troops conscripted. is the word yep. that's what I was looking for um, <laughs> full circle we did full it. fucking circle all right guys <laughs> thanks catch us next week for next week's Shit. episode of the Bad Batch review um, take that as a win take that as a win call it now um, so he mentions how is Pro- Pro- Project War Mantle going obviously this one's called War Mantle because this is the first time we see the TK troops mm-hmm. the cons- you know conscripted which troops. we haven't even talked about that the uh, the updated armor so it's not yeah, so that, that's what I was getting oh, to okay. was like it was like that was earlier. I was getting to that and just got sidetracked. It was like, this is our first time seeing, like, and even, obviously, they had uh, Tech or Echo. I think Echo. Mention it. Mm-hmm. It's like, their armor is different. And this is, like, the first rendition of... Because, like, it was like, we saw the clone armor, but it didn't have, like, the um, different color stripes or anything right. on it. But this is the first time we've seen, like, the first version of Stormtrooper armor. Yeah. Um, Which is based off of Ralph McQuarrie's original Stormtrooper drawing. This, this, their the, armor is like par for par. Like if you look up nice. Ralph McQuarrie, awesome. actually, I'll post it in the notes. But uh, let's keep going. Yeah, well, I know Ralph has designed so many fucking concepts. That's for one Star thing Wars I like that Filoni does is um, mm-hmm. he takes a lot of the original designs and kind of turns them into uh, canon shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that about Filoni as well. Um. But yeah, so there's just a lot of fun shit that happens. We get to see the fact that, dude, okay, talking about setting up future shit, when, when, they're, when they're on Camino in um, Nala Se and um, Lama Su are talking to each other, mm-hmm. um, and Rampart shows up, and basically we get that turn real quick of like, they found out, which is funny, is like they both had hired bounty hunters for different reasons to get the kid, right? Yeah. And then now that the kid's gone and both their bounty hunters are MIA, they're just like talking. And then, well, they weren't talking. Like he basically, they show up and like Namase was not Namase, Nalase, Namaste, <laughs> Nalase uh, is found out to have been, you know, trying to conspire against the Empire, right? Yeah. And. And Rampart's like, you know, can't have this. And uh, Lama Su is like, I will have her properly punished, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, well, she's a scientist. Yep. And I have a lot of use for a scientist, but I have no use for a politician. Yep. Your services are no longer needed. Dude, Just I was waiting. Cold, once. bro. <clears throat> I, so here's the thing. I love that type of shit yeah. in, in, in film and stuff. Like. Like that cold hearted, like yeah. I don't give a fuck. Um you you are you are a loose end that I do not need. Mm-hmm. Um and like he kinda put up with it for a while. Yeah. While he needed you know, and then there's like I don't need I was low key waiting once the blast doors closed. I was low key waiting to hear a blaster shot. I didn't know if they would make it that dark. They didn't. But, but they obviously it, didn't. It is I think implied, you know, two troopers move in, doors close. That's the end yeah. of, of homeboy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think it was hinted, and I think this has been, like, the ultimate end goal of War Mantle since it was first mentioned in the beginning of the show, where it was just like, Rampart came in saying, we don't think we want your clones anymore. We mm-hmm. want to hire constricted, or constricted, Conscript, conscripted, conscripted <laughs> yeah, yeah. soldiers, people who mm-hmm. are here 
and are loyal because they're loyal, not because they're programmed to be, which right. I, I still don't know if I agree with, but I'm rolling with it. Um, and they're like, we have an endless supply of these people and they're free. They come and join us for free. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of what I imagine is like the clone DNA that we've talked about making copies of a copy of a copy. Eventually that version starts to get less and less. Mm-hmm. So because they don't have Django anymore and they're, they're probably not, they might be running out of DNA, but they also might be like the DNA is getting less and less potent. And like, they're probably getting less and less like actually effective clones out of it. Sure. And they're like, you know what? Fuck this cloning process. Yeah. You know, we're at, we're at the point where these clones that are being made are going to be no better, if not worse. And they than- die sooner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm they only live to be f- seven years old because they they die so you know not they don't necessarily like we see right. Rex and Gregor and them somehow turn off their aging. Um, but here's the thing. All right. Um, what I want to know is how did Gregor avoid the Order sixty six? I don't think that the uh, inhibitor chip is as flawless of a program as we have been led to believe it is. And I think that that's part of what this show has gone to prove, not even this show, but clone wars and rebels too, where it's just like, I think for some clones, which are coincidentally, a lot of the clones that we highlighted in clone wars, Mm -hmm. I think (laughs) for some of these clones, the ships just like either malfunctioning or, Mm -hmm. you know, showing that even the Republic scientists didn't have like the greatest technology, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like the, the Camino scientists couldn't get it or whatever it was, you know? Um, but also one thing that we've noticed is like, we talked about, we joked about is like, what's like the, you could, when a clone trooper hits their head really hard, Mm -hmm. one of two things happens, either shuts it off or it turns it to 11. And Gregor did mention in this episode, it's okay. I've been blown up before. Yep. So, yep. like, if he got you know concussion from an explosion, the fuck up before. I don't know if you remember that shit, but <laughs> no, he nope. he was basically on a landing platform that got destroyed. No, I I, <laughs> like, I didn't see that part of Clone Wars. Yeah. Like, I, I like, and I'm pretty sure the only reason I, I don't remember because I wasn't watching it at the time of release, but I don't know if you're led to believe that that killed him because I'm pretty sure it was like season four that we had Gregor, um, and I'm not sure if we're led to believe that that killed him, and then we saw him in Rebels. And be like, oh shit! Like mm. now it's time to fill in that gap. How did he survive? Yeah. Plot armor. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I, I think that that probably definitely had something to do with it, right? Because it's mm-hmm. they go through fucking trauma, and boom, that shit gets wiggled loose. Yeah, knocks it loose, makes a malfunction, whatever, mm-hmm. and they become you know thinking on their own. So in Rebels, it's Rex, Gregor, and then what's the other one's name? Wolf. Wolf. Is it Wolf yeah. the one that was tripping? when they started coming around yeah because he's like those are fucking jedi because yeah. i don't remember gregor no it was wolf mm-hmm. yeah i wonder if we his name is two. his name is i think his name is wolf guard or something like that yeah like w l w u l f f or something like that mm-hmm. um but yeah so um yeah, there's a lot of action scenes we we learned about, you know. Oh, yeah, the thing about Project War Mantle is it got mentioned in Rogue One. When she's going through all the files trying to find Stardust, she naming off all the things. Lightspeed tracking, Project War Mantle, blah, 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 blah. Like, Lightspeed tracking. 
<laughs> you didn't hear that. You didn't hear that part in Rogue One. I, I've I've heard this mentioned. I think in the last few weeks, but I never like went to investigate. Yeah. So but the light speed so, tracking thing. I think I texted you. You did. Yeah. About it. Being I was watching in Rebels, and I'm like, they were tracking Rebels. through light speed in Rebels. Like, yeah. It's just one. They f- what, they fly yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, they fly now. <laughs> Literally, we see like yeah, fucking a. I watched the last it's Jedi terrible. this week too, so it's just it's all fresh. Well, that's the thing. So yeah, with the yeah with the last Jedi, like shortly after. When the when after last Jedi, <clears throat> last Jedi came out, uh, shortly after that, someone posted a picture of you know Jyn Erso saying Project War Mental or you know whatever light speed tracking, um, and being like, boom, the Empire's had light speed tracking since pre Ep Four, mm-hmm. you know, and like we didn't know about it. So like continuity, you know, look how good the continuity is, and it's like, well, turns out Rebels had it, but when did Rebels come out? By the way. I don't know. Are you talking about like the the actual show or the timeline? Like the actual show. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Rebels release. I want to know in my early twenties. I know that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> October third, twenty fourteen. Okay. So right before. So yeah. So that was in season one. They had light speed tracking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they had light speed tracking like in episode... Rebels. But this is this is this is Disney like Disney Star Wars like sorry episode one like yeah Rebels is made after the Disney purchase so um, and this would have came out before Rogue One Mm -hmm. so I mean Disney which came out before TLJ right yeah yeah what a year before I'm not tired I'm not yawning anyway okay so. Moving forward, pretty much to wrap this up because we've been going on this for a little while. Um, we got to see Gregor, Gregor Hunter, and Tech and Echo are trying to make their way out. Mm-hmm. They 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 get themselves in a pickle, and um, fucking Wrecker and Omega come to save the day. And as they go to do so, um, you know, fucking Tech accidentally puts in a clone order but these aren't fucking clones and so it sets off a uh alarm. alarm and they have to deal with all of the troops whole and base knows they're there they blast their way out through the uh <clears throat> exhaust port so, exhaust port yep. they're, they're hanging out there I, I also noticed it was pretty funny is when the troopers come into the exhaust port while they're trying to get on the ship or right before they get on the ship mm-hmm. right um they all they they all the three or four of them or whatever they they get to either side of the vent the exhaust port and they're they're both shooting their stun yep. settings, and because they're trying not to kill these people, yep. and then fucking record comes the in. door opens, yeah. and just fucking shoot to Which, kill, and just like pa 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 pa, just killing this motherfuckers. Is, this is kind of my thing. Is I understand that they want to view themselves as the good guys, but like yeah. you're at a point now, right? So I understand not wanting to fire on other clones. Yeah. You find out that these are not clones. They are people who like what the Empire is doing and signed up to be the first wave of Imperial stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. You know, kill them. Like, Time to let some fire fly, yeah. right? Yeah, fuck stunning um, them, dude, because they're just gonna wake up and come chase your ass down again. Like, fucking... you know, as kind of unrelated, like kind of related rather, is uh, while watching Rebels, I realized just how fucking many, like people the like they kill like there's a, so many people there's so many stormtroopers that fall from hundreds of feet in the air in that fucking show mm-hmm. 
I'm like, God damn, they kill well, a lot of people. That was a meme going around a few weeks ago, uh, popular in the Star Wars community. I know y'all seen it where they're talking about Chopper's death count. Just Chopper's death count. Chopper's death count it's alone. like 50,000. Yeah, like, picking people up and dropping them off of ledges. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you savage fucking droid. Blowing shit up. like Blowing shit up, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, they go to escape and, um, Hunter, after they all hop on, Hunter falls off. Well, okay. So they're all standing there on the ledge. They fly up. They got their door open. Riker's giving cover fire, blasting off people coming up the port while they hop onto Mm -hmm. the ship. Hunter isn't able to make the jump. And then in comes what are presume basically tie fighters i don't know the, yeah. the actual ship name but they sounded the the sounds they used for those they ship do. was tie fighter sounds because they have they have the twin ion engines i have yep. one of them for my uh star so Wars game they've got a, a herd of these like 10 of these things following them and so they're gonna okay we're gonna go maneuver come back pick up hunter while this mm-hmm. is going on i think they come back and i don't remember if hunter misses the jump or what but he starts falling down well, the rock face he was he was on the ship like and fell off of the like the ramp or some shit because they were they were flying mm-hmm. and he he fell out down into like the ravine. Well, he, I remember he being, fell down the rock face because he used his knife no, no. to slow his he fall. F- yeah, you know he fell and onto like a rock face. Oh, okay. But he didn't drop off the side. Like he fell, and I was like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I knew he wasn't gonna die because he fell like through Dude, some treetops. His fall took like hit some shit twenty seconds forever. of him just boom, boom. Okay, new shit. trees. Boom. Okay, some rock. Boom. Like he used <laughs> his knife briefly to like not. Yeah. Yeah. To, it didn't. It didn't, didn't really do, do shit. Much. Which kind no. of is a cool call to uh like the High Republic using the lightsaber. <laughs> that's, to scale. that's what I thought yeah. of. That's exactly. We just talked about it too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it was a tough fall. He hits the ground, and then um, a, a shuttle comes are, in. Those ships, by the way, are um. What the fuck? Why does it, it doesn't tell me what they are? Anyway, yeah. So the the shuttle comes like, they're like, we got to turn around and go get them. Hunter's like, you guys got you guys have to leave right now. That's an order. Yep. You know, and as soon as Tech hears that it's an order, he's like, okay. Boom. And, he, and, he, and Omega's like, we have to go back for him, yeah. you know. And it's like Omega no, gets we, on the we, call to Hunter, and it's it's yeah. heartbreaking. She's like, Hunter, please, mm-hmm. like, tell them to come back. We'll come back, like, and yeah, like order them to turn around. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sorry, kid, you know, can't risk this or whatever he says. And it's like that moment of like he says that, like, because at the moment he's like backing up and he's got his knife out and he's like radioing to them. Yeah, and when he says that. He says, sorry, kid, can't do that or whatever. And then he puts the knife away. And I was like, wait, what? And then all of a sudden it shows and there's just <laughs> dozens of troopers surrounding him. And he's just like, <laughs> I can't fight my way out of this one. Um, Got to ride that wave. <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly. And then he's in the in the cell, similar to how we saw Gregor. Mm-hmm. And uh, good old Crosshair walks up. And Hunter's like, I was wondering when you were going to show up. Yep. And Crosshair's like, I was hoping for Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was hoping for Kenobi, but you'll do. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. no, but yeah, he says I was hoping for the whole squad, but you'll do. Um, and that was the end. So like, so dun, the last, dun, dun, dun. yeah, exactly. And I love that thing. Um, except every time I go to sing it, I instinctively go to Jurassic Park. 
Yeah. From that. Exactly. What up, Red? Was that Fitch? That's Red. He sees his mom. Fitch ain't about to be jumping on no goddamn table like that. He's like, that's too high up. Um, yeah, so so the only part of this episode that felt like it should be right before the final two is that last yeah. three minutes of Hunter getting caught and it was a successful fucking cliffhanger, bro. I'm excited it for was, next week. It dude. was like I'm you know, it's they should be another re- it's gonna be week. another rescue mission. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least we don't have to wait until next week to find out it's a rescue mission again. Shit. Um, no, but I'm excited for the for the finale and um you know, I don't think I don't think there's any redeeming crosshair now. No. Because I thought for a moment I'd like this like when Crosshair walked up, I'm like, this is gonna be the moment. Him seeing Hunter, him seeing his brother, this will this will determine what his actions will be unless you know. it's going to be a get the gang together type scenario, which yeah. I've inevitably you think Hunter and or Wrecker are going to die. I mm-hmm. I agree with that. There, there has to be some sort of heartbreak with the redeeming one of the moment. two. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, they could call on everybody, right? They could get Sid. They could get mm-hmm. uh, Rex. They have Gregor with them now. Um, they could go back to, uh, to Ryloth and rescue mm-hmm. their other clone homie and all those defected troopers and it could turn into a full-fledged og clone commando rescue mission with all of yeah. these different clones yeah shit maybe the only ones that make it out are wolf gregor and rex and <laughs> like yeah maybe everyone else of um, i have a feeling depending on what happens i think if there is a season two which i hope there is i think omega and sid are going to be mm-hmm. close i think sid's gonna play a big part of that she's gonna transition into that motherly guidance role um yeah like she's gonna be like not the leader but like the band manager exactly type of deal yeah yeah, yeah. i got your next gig shut the fuck up yeah spits exactly. out a cigarette <laughs> yeah <laughs> listen here tiny yeah um so just uh that the ship that they were all flying that you didn't know that sound like a tie fighter a Nimbus class V wing. I know I've heard that ship name. Yeah, and one of my oh no, I haven't. I'm thinking Nimbus 2001, baby. Harry <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, well, it's Nimbus 2000. <laughs> but whatevs. Um, so the funny thing is the the new ones are um, 2001 that Slytherin gets. Slytherin. Nobody gives a fuck about those. They're when you black. got the firebolt. When That's you get true. the firebolt. king. Yep. Um. So the interesting part about the ships on the uh on this X-Wing game is they have the uh, the trait twin ion engines, which means that they get to use, well, so like the TIE fighters and TIE ships in general mm-hmm. um, have sp- uh, like special abilities, uh, special cards that go with them because they're so uh, ag- agile and shit. And these ones get to use those cards as well, even though they're not Imperial ships, they're Republic ships. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like same the, class. The, the, t- the TIE fighter is essentially a combination of the V-Wing and the ETA-2 Jedi fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, as you can see, like, the little ball mm-hmm. on the fighter, and then the, the... But you basically take the twin ion engines and put them in those motherfuckers, and you got, you know, you got some badass... And one of the pilots 
that I can fly with this is aspiring Admiral Will Huff Tarkin. Oh wow! Yeah, so as a Republic, as a Republic I wonder, pilot. I wonder if Anakin had a role in the design of the, uh, Vader. Um, oh, I'm sure because Vader was like. I wonder, like, if he designed his ship, right? The the Tie Intercept prototype. The, yeah, yeah the, his the, whatever the Tie Advanced prototype. Yeah, yeah. and um. He's like he wanted it styled after like the Jedi starship because that's what he's used to. Because fly. that's what he. I wonder if yeah, this is out so there somewhere. It probably is. Um, and then, rest of the Empire followed suit. Just yeah, like fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> mass produce those circles, son. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get it. Um. Yeah. So I'm excited for next week. Fuck yeah. We get we get to start off the, uh, the countdown, bro. Mm-hmm. The the downhill slide to the end of season one of Bad Batch. Yes, sir. The, the payoff, the payoff episodes are incoming. So. I'm so yeah, excited we'll for the in- binge when it's all done, dude. Oh, man, the binge is going to be strong. Oh. All the tears. All the tears. All right. Well, we appreciate you sticking around this long, as always. Um, uh, you know where to find us. You know where to keep finding us, to keep listening to us. Send in your thoughts on you know these episodes. You guys can, you know, we talk about doing that for the main ep, but you guys can absolutely give us your thoughts and uh, opinions on our opinions uh by sending us emails and sending us dms on the ig and comments and stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah we appreciate uh you guys listening we love interacting with y'all so let's try to boost that bad boy up and uh yeah we'll catch us next week for another episode of uh their only legends and part one of that finale son. Damn, it's yeah. gonna be crazy Woo. it's gonna be crazy all right stay safe y'all